0: Yes, I'll just set it up and then I'll drink. I'll start whenever I feel like I'm sad. All right. Yeah. yeah, No, you're you're
1: definitely you're you're gonna be sad today. Yeah.
0: yeah, Now the first half, maybe I did just get a job, so it's I'll be okay.
1: So Josh (laughs) is the only one that's
2: sad and depressed now.
0: That's not true at all. Oh no
1: no no! I've already desensitized myself to this story. I'm talking about your life. Oh yeah no no that's true.
0: (laughs) You sent the um. (laughs) I mean that's all of us though. Is the thing. Anyway, you sent the. I assume it was the script because I didn't open it to the to yourself. Oh, yeah, on yeah. the RDJ. Me, yeah, that and was I had it. I figured it was for you. Yeah. yeah, and I I looked at it and I was like, "Why is Don sent?" Oh, that's probably for Josh.
2: Yeah, <laughs> probably not going to want to read that. No, no. But uh, all right. So you ready? And it's it's a big day. It's a big day. It's um, a big day. It's every
1: every true crime horror creepy podcast Content has to do all of it. Yes, yes. no,
2: literally, literally yeah. all of it. Welcome to Two Towns Over, our first after dark episode, everybody.
1: We're calling it after dark because it's going to get
2: real dark. It, yeah. It's going to
1: get a level past dark. Yeah, it's it, that's why it's
2: after dark. Yeah, keep in mind we brought you the Joseph Manglu story, and we're saying that this is going to be worse than that. Yeah.
1: Well, because I... am in the corner getting a drink. (laughs) (laughs) He is, too. Jameson Black Barrel. Yes. For those of you who care about my whiskey preferences, that's what I keep in the house.
0: I've only ever had regular Jameson, and I'm not a fan, mostly because it was in, like, shot drinks, you know? Like, where you do, like, a shotgun, or like a... What a fuck? God damn it. What is it called?
1: Pickleback? Like a bomb.
0: Like a oh, fucking. Yeah.
1: Oh, oh yeah. An Irish car bomb. Yeah, that's yeah. the one. And see, I don't like Irish car bombs. I don't like them. They're I, bad. I don't like them with the Baileys. I will get just Guinness and. They're. I don't like. JMO, but, but. I just. I can't drink like
0: that anymore. And by that. By like that, I do mean physically. Yeah. Physically, I'm not guzzling a, a fucking drink that is currently curdling. As you're drinking right, it, I'm exactly. not, I can't
1: that's drink what I, That's why I don't do the Baileys. It, it's less of a Irish car bomb at that point, and it's more of a Boilermaker, wh- which is just yeah. when you add a shot to beer.
0: Yeah, and I don't like beer. And that's great. I don't like beer no, no, at man. all. I don't either, but I like Guinness. I don't like beer at all. So, I don't know. We'll see. I'm doing the Black the black Barrel Jameson
2: charred for a rich and whatever the fuck <laughs> tastes. <laughs> So before we get started, um, I got a letter in the mail uh, addressed. Well, not in the mail. It was an email, but it was addressed to us. You ready? Uh Uh-huh. To Ruben, Josh, and Don of TTO, or Two Towns Over. Dear sirs, I represent the True Crime Podcast Association and has come to our attention that your show, Two Towns Over, has been producing episodes for 43 weeks now. This was last week. We're Mm -hmm. at 44 weeks. Mm -hmm. Uh, And you have yet to cover one of the mandatory seven topics. Those being uh, Ted Bundy, John Wayne Gacy, Richard Ramirez, Jeffrey Dahmer, Charles Manson, Andre Cicatillo, and Albert Fish. And it is my duty to inform you that unless it is remedied immediately, uh, we will have no choice but to remove you from broadcasting true crime. We hope that you correct your mistakes as soon as possible. Sincerely, Marcus Henry Kissel, President, TCPA.
0: You know, this is a great opportunity. Thank you, Marcus, for your letter. <laughs> um, <laughs> See what Marcus doesn't know is that for how long now
2: forty four weeks. No, no, no. How long have you been working on the script for this week? Oh, this episode, uh, the better part of, I'd say uh, about as long as I I mean as I did with uh, Tanzler, so probably a good five or six months now. Yeah, yeah, so like we've f- spoiler alert, we're doing Albert Fish this week. Oh, yeah
0: <laughs> and next week. Two weeks in a row. Because, of course, we've received the letter, which means we had to rush the production process forward. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But uh, we think it should be
2: at least acceptable, enough for the dues. Uh,
0: We'll be able to stay in the association.
2: (laughs) All right. So, everybody, welcome to Two Towns Over After Dark, our first premiere episode of The Darkness, which is actually, this week isn't going to be so bad. Uh, next week is when it gets really dark. Yeah, much like Tansler, mm. much much like
1: all serial killer stories, yeah. really,
2: mm-hmm.
1: where it's when The documentaries
0: just, have a formula for a reason.
1: Yes, like when when you're just talking about the early life, it's dark, but there's there's not the same amount
2: of malice, right. To a lot of that. And Josh put it best. This the first week. This is going to be like, holy shit! This guy is nuts. And next week is going to be, holy shit, this guy is nuts. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So um, there's going to be a lot of comedy potential today or this week. Next week. A bit. Uh, yeah. so,
1: some of this is going to be borderline, y'all.
2: Look,
0: yeah. we're like... doing some serial killer content today. <laughs> I already said fucking content warning, all of it. Yeah. It's going to get rough, mm-hmm. but we got to. I have a job to do.
2: <laughs> <laughs> All right, so on June... Oh, hi, I'm Don. I'm Ruben. I'm just ready to get into yeah. fish. I All also
0: right. need an ashtray.
2: Oh, shit, that's downstairs, isn't it? Yeah, okay. Sorry.
1: I
0: apologize.
2: Can not you just ash in your hand?
0: Yeah, like a fucking <laughs> maniac.
2: All right, so here we go. On June 3rd, 1928, the Budd family eagerly awaited the arrival of Frank Howard, a wealthy man who had responded to their son's ad in the local paper. The boy, 18-year-old Edward, had placed the ad in the paper looking for farm work for the summer. He was tired of being cooped up in the small tenement apartment with his parents and two younger sisters and looked forward to being outside in the warm summer sun. Howard had appeared on the Bud's doorstep on May 28th with the promise of work for the strapping young man and his friend if they were interested. Howard said that he owned a farm in the village of Farmington, Long Island and they had received They had received a telegram a few days earlier stating that the... Um, that today was the day, and uh, when Howard arrived, he had brought with him a container of pot cheese, which is a type of cottage cheese with most of the whey drained out, uh, giving it a drier consistency, and strawberries. Edward just,
1: the, the initiated already know to be wary of like, anything to do with food in the context of Albert Fish?
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, Edward and his friend were not there when Howard The fact
1: arrived. that you explained what it was made me
0: think that maybe he poisoned it.
2: No. No. No, 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 no. That'd be that... too straightforward. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, that's why I
0: didn't say anything at first. <laughs>
2: uh, Edward and his friend were not there when Howard arrived, so Albert and Delia Bud invited Howard into the kitchen for lunch. While waiting for Edward to return, Howard was introduced to one of Edder- Edward's younger sisters, 10-year-old Grace Bud. I don't like this. Howard was extremely gracious with Grace, acting as any doting grandparent would to one of his own grandkids. He talked to Grace and even had her sit on his lap. After some time had passed without Edward's return, Howard stated that he would have to return later because his sister was throwing a birthday party for his niece. How much of the weed can you hear?
1: <laughs> uh, I can definitely hear the pats. Nice. Yeah.
2: A niece, Howard <laughs> noted, that was the same age as Grace. He inquired that maybe Grace would like to come along with him to enjoy the party. No. At first, Delia was hesitant, but Albert Bud, afraid to frighten off the man who was going to be paying their son a handsome salary, finally got her to concede, and Grace went with Howard to the party. She did not return. Neither did Howard. Grace's whereabouts would not be known for the next six years. When her location was finally discovered, a family's nightmare became even worse when they discovered that their daughter had become one of the many victims of the infamous child killer, Albert Fish.
1: Yeah, f- framing this right up top, yeah, with with the the beginning of the Grace Bud story, uh-huh. strong, strong yeah. choice, strong choice. Yeah, same same thing I did with. Uh, I don't know. Props and- okay,
0: I want to make it clear. I do know some things about some serial killers. I don't know. If- Fuck all about Albert Fish, and that was a great opening. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, trust
2: me. By the end of this, you're going to wish you didn't know.
0: Fuck all about Albert Fish. I wouldn't. I wouldn't have chosen this line of work
1: if I wish I knew that. No, wait, hold on. Hmm. No, yeah, it made sense. You're good. You're Good. good. <laughs> message, message received. Thanks. Now,
2: Albert Fish was a man of many names: Frank Howard, Hamilton Fish, Robert Hayden. These were just some of the names that Fish chose to go by. But there were, there were... I was
0: wondering which one of them would end up being Fish. Yeah. I was thinking that perhaps Howard was killed by fish or that he was. Yeah.
2: Um, there, there were other far more sinister names given to him over the course of his life. Ham and cheese. Ham and cheese. Um, we'll get to ham and eggs. Ham and eggs. Yeah. 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 Uh, but that, yeah. So the <laughs> names that he was given was the Gray Man, the Moon Maniac, the Brooklyn Vampire, the werewolf of Mysteria. Mis- oh, that's a werewolf of London joke. And most sinister. <laughs> oh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. most sinister of all, the boogeyman. Is that the most sinister? I don't know. The I think gray werewolf man was of pretty wisteria. bad.
1: That's really close to the Hat Man.
2: Yeah. yeah, that's what I
0: was thinking. Yeah, I was thinking about Hat Man, but also gray men are what we used to call Martians. Yeah, yeah. the
2: Grays. Mm-hmm. Uh huh.
0: But I'm thinking gray man as in death. Yeah, like. Right.
2: <laughs> So, Albert Fish was born on... By
0: the way, it's now. We're starting now with the drinking? Okay. Uh,
2: Albert Fish was born on May 19th, 1870 to Randall and Ellen Fish. Uh, The youngest of four children. Uh, For most of his life, Randall, his father, was a riverboat captain.
0: You young fucking kids. (laughs) You stupid young siblings always killing people and going crazy.
2: (laughs) But by the time that Albert was born... Uh, his father, Only kids,
0: don't think I've forgotten about you.
2: <laughs> uh, his father, uh, his father worked in fertilizer manufacturing. Fish's father was 43 years older than his mother and was 75 years old when young Albert was born.
1: Fucking wild. Yeah, that is not
2: OK. no. <laughs> Um. Yeah, so I mean, to put that in perspective, you're what, you're 30 now? I'm 30. Yeah, imagine you not getting with someone who won't be born for another 13 years. I don't want to. Okay, well.
0: Yeah. I barely, listen, somebody, okay, I'm not going to say who, but someone told me a story about an 18-year-old girl, <laughs> and it it made me uncomfortable. <laughs> and i was like this is not the type of story that i want to be hearing right now yeah no i had a coworker who would like it's he always was, the coworker he was, he was
1: bud. in his 30s talking about like hooking up with 18 year old girls and i'm like first of all act your fucking age mm-hmm, like mm-hmm, <laughs> i'm mm-hmm. 10 years younger than you and come on dude second of all again i'm 10 years younger than you i couldn't even fuck an 18 year old anymore yeah. So nah, imagine- dude, a few
0: years ago, I was in a weird place, <laughs> and I had some good friends around me to to stop me from making a real bad decision. <laughs> yeah, uh, Don included. Yes. Thank you, Don. And um, I didn't
2: remember me telling you I would go for it. You
0: did, yeah. But that helped somehow. <laughs> okay, <it> helped. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wait, okay. No, Cindy told me to go for it. Oh yeah. Cindy was fucking that was what was I was like, "Wait, what?" <laughs> it threw me off. It took me out of it for a minute. It helped. Anyway. But yeah. Um but like, you know, like like Josh said, "Act your age, man."
2: But to put it in perspective, consider your your if your uh coworker was 61 Right. talking about hitting on an 18-year-old. That is way worse, isn't it? Yeah. So, anyways, it's worse in a different way, though.
1: Yeah. Does that make sense Yes, like, I expect a sixty year old to be creepy no i I disagree no,
0: I disagree. I expect a sixty year old to be creepy in the way that like it was it was more okay to touch people in more places back sixty years ago, yeah, like we used to have this dude at our church named Tom. And Tom, we used to didn't like Tom as kids because he was like one of them huggy old grandfather Uh, ones, Uh and like he was like that with everybody, including the older people and the younger people and the middle ones and all of them, because he was just a fucking touchy man. But like, just one of them, you know. If he's talking to you, he's got to have a hand on your shoulder. Right. Like, if he comes up behind you, he's gonna touch you on your back and then maybe give you a hug and shit. Right. And like, you know, harmless, nothing. Creepy, really. Yeah. But, like, I mean, like, I expect a 24-year-old to not quite have control of their hormones yet. Sure. You know what I'm saying? And to me, six years isn't really that big of a difference. The thing that makes it bad is that the 18-year-old is even further behind from you. Right. Exactly. So now, when you're fully grown, and you're looking at a person who could be your child or grandchild, it feels like, to me, you would want to keep your tastes consistent. And, like, yeah, I you know, we've all seen the charts where it's, like, men's taste always stays at whatever, young. And I'm like, no, because, like, I'm only barely 30 this year later. And, like, I already don't want to date anyone who's younger than about 27. Yeah. Like, I, I'm like, I don't... It's just that you're too young. You haven't. You may have been through enough, but you haven't had the time that I have had to process the shit that I've been through. Like, like go to therapy for three and a half years and then <laughs> call me. You know,
3: like.
2: So fish's father was standoffish to his young younger youngest child. Mm, this is going to give me PTSD. Often referring to him as stick in the mud. Randall died of a heart attack in 1880. I don't when, know why
0: that would give you PTSD. I aspire to be a stick in the mud. Well, that's what Cindy calls me. She says say. I'm a stick in the mud in the show. Oh yeah. man,
2: Randall died. Randall, his father, died Dude, of you're a heart just attack. The factual one of the yeah. show. Uh, in 1880, when Albert, is
0: the only reason this show has any success, <laughs> like at all. <laughs> uh,
2: when Albert was just five years old. Now, mental illness ran in Fish's family. His uncle suf- uncle suffered from mania. Uh, One of his brothers was confined to a mental facility. His sister, Annie, was diagnosed with the ever vague mental affliction. Annie, are you okay? Probably not, though. (laughs) Which, given the time (laughs) period, could simply mean that she read a novel. Uh,
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: (laughs) Three other members of his family were diagnosed with unidentified mental afflictions.
0: What what time is this again?
2: This is 1880s. Late 1800s, 1800s, yeah. When
0: was, oh shit, was it one of the Kennedys? That was in the 60s, wasn't it? Yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're talking about the, talking the, about the... Kennedy sister, mm-hmm. I think that was lobotomized. Yeah, in the 60s. buddy. Yeah. in the
0: 1960s. Yes. Because so. she liked to party and have sex and read books. Yeah,
2: literally. <laughs> so even fish is communist. Yeah. Yeah. Well, e- even fish's <laughs> own mother had oral and oral and visual hallucinations. Oral as oral in to feet, do with hearing. Hearing. Yeah. yeah. But I said oral at first. Um, <laughs> I think they're pronounced similarly. Yeah. So it's,
1: I swear, I taste metal.
2: Uh, so after it, it the tastes death like of his,
0: like somebody going.
2: After the death of his father, Fish's mother was unable to take care of her four children and placed them into the Saint John's Orphanage in Washington D.C. All right, so I don't like Jameson. Oh. Uh,
0: I'm going to finish yeah. this Jameson and get some sextant. Yeah, that's fair. Uh,
2: the nuns in charge of the boys would abuse them often, lining them up and making them pull down their pants to expose their bare bottoms and spank them all inside of each other. This was the first step in Fish's addiction and attraction to pain. He later said of the orphanage, I was there till I was nearly nine, and that's where I got started wrong. We were unmercifully whipped. I saw boys doing many things they should not have done. One story Fish told was about a time he saw a group of older boys in the field with a horse. He watched as they dipped the horse's tail in kerosene and lit it on fire. That is awful. Yeah. Yeah. That's really fucked up. It's
1: fucking awful. And this is where his taste for like obscene masochism starts. Oh, but I completely
0: understand how um, shit like that can happen. Yeah. Because, you know, as I have stated before- uh, I was made to start very young as well. And, buddy, when I tell you, uh, it is sometimes very difficult not to think of literally everything in this world in sexual terms. Yeah. Like, it is sometimes difficult to focus because I have to realign to, like, reality again right. sometimes. Like, it's fucking wild. Yeah but i
1: i just like i have this like image. sometimes
0: if you crunch a piece of ice you get horny that's the type of shit i'm talking right, about it's yeah. like random shit it's fucking bad it's not good
1: like at the orphanage it was like with all the other boys and they were like hey can you Stop liking this. Yeah. Right. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, man, we like this for different reasons. What are you doing? Uh, we're getting really uncomfortable with that weird smile that you have you during know, the daily whipping sessions. We did just set sessions.
0: a horse on fire, but you look like you are happy about it in a well, wrong
2: way. We will revisit that horse story later. way. Um, no way. So, yeah, the, the children, the, the kids laughed as the horse rushed around frantically trying to put out its burning tail. Fish stated, away when that old horse, bursting through that fence to get away from the fire. But the fire went with him. That horse, that's me. That's the man of passion. The fire chases you and catches you, and then it's in your blood. And after that, it's the fire that has control and not the man. Blame the fire of passion for what Albert H. Fish has done. No, I'm going to blame Albert H. Fish.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah, we're going to blame Albert H. Fish. <laughs> we
0: all have the fire of passion, Albert. But for some of us, it... <laughs> I mean, to get a little bit poetic in retaliation to a man who I'm assuming is gone, dead. Oh yeah, by yeah. a long time now. Oh yeah, he's not some sort of aberration.
1: No, he he would be 150. That's what I'm asking. He's not like <laughs> some sort
0: of oni demon man. No, <laughs> I, I mean,
1: right. yeah, but no. But
0: like, he didn't do. He didn't literally become an immortal entity. Right. Is the thing. Well, no, in his own way. I mean, that's not what I mean. And you know, I'm, it. I'm just being a dick about it. Uh-huh. Now, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, I just like, you know, the fires of passion either temper you or take control, and you get to choose
2: which ones yeah. they do. So it was also at the orphanage that Fish changed his name from Hamilton, which earned him the nickname Ham and Eggs, to Albert, a name that he chose after hearing about an older sibling that died before he was born.
1: Yeah, he specifically, like, his name was Hamilton Fish. He yeah. was born Hamilton Fish. And he got the nickname Ham and Eggs, and he hated that shit so much that he changed I'm, his am name. My name is literally
0: Reuben. <laughs> yeah. So I I honestly, I do feel that pain. Do you like Rubens? I have. I don't. No? I don't. I don't like is sauerkraut. Is it because
1: of, Oh, gotcha. I'll eat yeah. a
0: fucking a pastrami on rye every day, all day, but no sauerkraut. I was no going to say, would, would you
1: like order a, a Ruben hold the sauerkraut? Yeah, but that's just a pastrami on rye. Ah. Basically. With Thousand dollars, <laughs> so So you're for sure going to change your name to Pastrami, pastrami on Rye? Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to
0: change it to Poor, P O R. Uh huh. And that's going to be my name. Poor? Mm hmm. Poor. Uh, so, I, I'm pretty
2: poor. Poor. So in 1880, Fish's mother had become gainfully employed. Anyway, was- i sorry. I did also think about changing my name when I was in high school. That shit was <laughs> rough. <laughs> that is- uh, so her, his mother became gainfully employed and was able to bring her children home. In 1882, at the age of 12, Fish began a friendship with a telegraph boy. It was a boy who had introduced fer, uh, Fish to his next perversions: urolognia and coprophagia. This this boy
1: right here is like the the villain of the story. at At this point, at this point yeah. in the story. He's, so he's you're going to
0: explain the words you just said yes, to me. Yes, I am.
1: Yes. Okay. Oh, he has a glossary oh, yeah. in this That's script. That's amazing. <laughs> Good. Uh,
2: literally, urolognia is the drinking of urine. Uh-huh. And yeah. coprophagia is the eating of shit.
1: I, thought of, I figured out the first one, not the second one. So this, this kid was way ahead of the curve on yeah. all that two girls, one cup shit. Yeah. It was was no intended. By a long <laughs> shot, bud.
2: <laughs> it was also at this time that young Albert began visiting public bathhouses so he could watch other boys undress.
0: See, pardon my French, but niggas like that is why I didn't like
2: Jim. Like, <laughs> um, y'all, some of y'all be looking. A large portion of his weekends was spent yeah, in this no. pursuit.
1: let like, I, I was, I was that kid in the locker room in school that would like go into the the showers that don't work mm-hmm. and every uh, fucking a, a time change in there. Yeah, I, people are fucking weird.
0: They're It's
1: awful in high school. It's
2: really bad. So a a large portion of his weekends was spent in this pursuit. Throughout his life, Fish would amuse himself by writing obscene letters to women whose names and addresses he would find in the local classified ads and matrimonial agencies. Which, like,
1: think about it. So Homeboy was ahead of the curve on dick pics, too. On No, I'm good. Uh, On being a troll. Yeah. Like... He was an internet troll <coughs> before No, he was a phone was book a troll. Thing. Yeah, exactly. <coughs> exactly. Where he would just send obscene messages for the sake of upsetting,
2: yeah. making uncomfortable, yeah. making mad because he got turned on by the idea that these people were uncomfortable.
0: Hey, if you're like that right now,
2: get help.
0: It's yeah. No. So uh, we will Not be because dist- I think you're going to be a serial killer or anything, but because I think that makes you
2: a bad person. Yes. Yes. So we will discuss some of these letters later in the show. Um, in 1890, when Fish was 20 years old, he moved from Washington, D.C. to New York City. And he claims that it was at this point that he, he became a male prostitute and began raping young boys. Oh. In 1898, yeah, it it, it turns real quick. I mean, There's, I thought it would. Yeah. yeah.
1: There was an expert, I believe, that put his number of rapes and molestations like in the hundreds. Oh, yeah.
2: He says at one point that he had he had visited what like forty something states and had a child in each state. Yeah, something but you can't trust a goddamn yeah, word he says either. Yeah. yeah. So um, in eighteen ninety eight, Albert's mother arranged a marriage for him uh, to Anna Mary Mary Hoffman, who was nine years his junior. They had six children together. Together, Good
1: Albert Junior,
2: Anna. Gertrude, Eugene, John, and Henry. Fish also began working as a house painter, a job that he would keep for the rest of his life. She agreed to marry him in like ten days, right?
1: No, you're thinking of the uh, stepwife. I'm okay. I'm or I'm the, ahead. Yeah, step-wife. The stepwife. Is, yeah. <laughs> what? I'm trying to think of what a stepwife could be. I mean, I'm
0: thinking because <laughs> is that is that what happens at the end of all those stepsister porn? Yes. <laughs> <laughs>
2: So um
0: is that where you become a step husband and wife? Yep.
2: Um but life, <laughs>
0: fuck you guys I was in
2: a I was born? No, okay. I was in
0: a, a fucking store and I saw a little book and the little book said a girlfriend is just a sister you choose. No. Uh-huh. Yeah, yes. Yep. I, fucking... I took a picture because I didn't believe it. <laughs> I hate the South so the much. South <laughs> so bad. Uh, you're not going to believe me.
2: So uh, while you're looking that up, Fish also, like I said, working as a house painter, a job he would keep the rest of his life. Oh, my Lord. Jesus That's a little Christ. book.
0: Like, it's like, like a
2: book. <laughs> <laughs> but married life did not quell Fish's lustful needs. He claimed that he still molested children. Mostly boys younger than six, Fish said that he tried to take mentally handicapped or Afri- African American children because he stated that they would not be missed. Fish used his job as a painter to get into people's. Wow, health.
0: that got real, yeah, real, and yeah. real close. Yeah,
2: very quickly. It's
1: mm-hmm. it's actually very much the same in that nature as Cropsy.
2: Yeah, yeah,
1: it's. God.
2: Fish used his job as a painter to get into people's houses and prey on their children. And in fact, I just learned this listening to another podcast that over underneath his paint overalls, he wouldn't wear anything so he could get undressed quickly, do what he had to do and get back upstairs. Um, oh, kind of like, um, was it
1: the the Yorkshire Ripper with his like weird underwear yeah. that he would wear so that he could masturbate at the crime scenes more Correct. easily?
2: At first, he would just molest the children. <laughs> Necessity is the mother of invention, I guess.
1: <laughs> for, the, for a good moment there, Ruben had nothing to say. He just had uh, ch- eyebrow movements and head shakes. He just.
2: <laughs> so at first, he would just molest the children, but as he became more courageous, he would begin to torture them. What? His favorite form of torture was spanking the children with a paddle covered in sharp, pointy nails. <laughs> Yeah. Fish once told the story of a male lover who took him to a wax museum. There, Fish noticed the display of a bisected penis. After this exposure, sexual mutilation became an obsession with that. Fish would incorporate into his six fantasies for the remainder of his life. Remember how we said first episode will have room for jokes? Well, well, um, (laughs) come on, Ruben. That's your job. Hmm. Hmm. I'm the fat guy. You're the joker. Hmm. Come Hmm. on.
0: Hmm. I think Game of Thrones already did the, the Theon Greyjoy <laughs> bit with the sausage. I think that's about as good as you got, like, <laughs> honestly.
2: So it's here that we arrive at the first explanation from Fish as to what he did to one of his victims. And it's our first steps into the darkness that is Albert Fish's psyche. So, yeah, if you haven't started drinking yet. It's time it's to start. Time.
1: Oh, I hope we don't have any, like, recovering alcoholics. Uh, listen to the show.
2: Um,
1: <laughs> hey, Listen we're not talking we're not talking about you yeah have a near beer yeah there you
0: go right have a have a have a non-alcohol yeah yeah
2: so sometime around 1910 while working a house painting job in wilmington delaware fish met a 19 year old mentally handicapped man by the name of thomas Kedden. In fish's own words this is he literally this is what he wrote met a well-built boy of 19 he had run away from home in arkansas on everything
1: account. everything that fish writes himself is incredibly creepy yes just so no way <laughs> no in incredibly creepy mm-hmm. like well well beyond what what you would normally think of as creepy yeah like this mm-hmm. is an unhinged man on tinder levels of creepy you
0: don't know what i think of as creepy boys
1: well that's fair but i'm also saying this for the benefit of the audience like yeah. it, ah, it is going to get point. real uncomfortable when we're uh listening to anything that fish if himself you didn't ever wrote. listen
0: to fucking tanzler don't listen to this one yeah,
2: yeah this is, is <laughs> if, the thing if is you is couldn't like do tanzler worse than Tansler. yeah it's why we don't have cat we told her no <laughs> so uh yeah metal will built boy of 19 he had run away from home in Arkansas on account of being stripped naked and whipped by a brutal stepdad. He had a pretty face, would pass for 16 except for his size, looked like a girl. He appeared to be kind of silly. He told me his story.
0: So this was a 19-year-old autistic boy. Yes. Yeah.
2: Or just mentally handicapped. Someone back home had told him that he could get a job in DuPont. He beat his way in empty railroad cars and by foot. When he got to Wilmington, he was told no more help was needed. He was silly in his actions and ways. (coughs) So going on 20, he was as strong as an ox. He was as easy to spank and switch as a boy of 10. He rode for two days in a banana car. Floor was covered with straw. Five men, regular hobos, used him day and night. His behind was so sore from them it hurt when he walked. He said all of them made him suck them off. At first, he spit it out, but they beat him on his bare behind with their belts and made him swallow it. He had the prettiest and fattest behind I ever saw on a man. On the 10th day of their relationship, Fish lured Kedden to his apartment and began switching between sexual intercourse and outright torture. To start, and now we're back to Fish talking, he was covered from his neck down to his shins with long black hair. You could hardly see his dickie or behind from, from them.
1: I forgot all the different words that he has Mm -hmm. for Dick.
2: When I first met him, he had not a scent and was almost stoned, no place to lay his head. I took him with me to the place where I got my meals and we had supper, how he did eat. I enjoyed watching him and filled him up. Then I took him to my room for just what I wanted. I knew he was lousy, for he could not stop scratching. I made him take everything off. He was full of the biggest lice I had ever seen.
1: I'm glad you enunciated lousy yeah. that way because I forgot that that's where the word lousy comes from. Yeah, It's lousy with him. Uh,
2: mm-hmm. His clothes were full, his shoes and his hat worn out. I threw them out. I let good warm water run in the bathtub until it was half full. Then I made him get in and sit flat on his behind. I told him to stay there until I got back. I went to a drugstore and got a package of hair remover and a powdered form. I had a pair of clippers, and I cut all the long hair off of him. Then I got a tin can, dumped the powder in it, and added water. This made a paste. I smeared it all on him, let it stand ten minutes. Then I made him sit down in the tub and took a sponge and a cake of soap. When I touched his back, belly, behind, and dick, every hair fell off.
1: That might be the only time in any one of his writings that he actually just straight up uses the word dick. He calls it weird shit all the rest of the time. Um, I'm actually... This is
0: maybe wrong of me, but I'm actually really excited to hear those words now.
1: Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, it's it's so like it's because you a- said "dicky" and I <laughs> was like, "Excuse me." It's such a like juxtaposition with the rest of like his really creepy writings, mm-hmm. and then he'll refer to a, a dick as a monkey. Yeah, yeah that's what I'm like, saying. Out of nowhere, it's
0: like, he was like saying the creepiest shit, and like, yeah, it was creepy, but like. I didn't really have a joke or really an indignation for it, so right. you know what I'm saying. So like, I was just kind of <laughs> listening, and then you said "dicky," and that threw me off.
2: <laughs> um, um, so
0: I guess that'll happen some more oh, times. Oh
2: yeah. Oh. It, then he was every time. Then he was really naked, and how pretty he looked! Nice big dicky and fat behind. I white. It the- is
0: worse when he calls it a
2: dicky. <laughs> honestly,
1: it is. No, yes, because it's that weird, like. Creepy old man thing, you know. Yeah, and like, yeah. It's it's also just like the the pedophilic nature of it. Like he went and he got fucking nair. Yeah, because yeah. the the kid was too hairy. Mm-hmm.
2: Well, also the fact that even though the kid was nineteen, he was probably mentally exactly. Yeah, and well, that's why this works yeah. for fish. I wiped him dry then rubbed him all over with hair tonic. I loved him and then kissed him all over. Mm. It was a warm night when I went out and I went out and got a quart of ice cream. We eat about half of it. Then I, I sh-
0: already get uncomfortable like when I'm reading and there and like the author is clumsy with his romance. <laughs> like this doesn't happen for female writers. They're excellent at it. Yeah, right. But like man oh man, some men get real heavy-handed like this, like this. Like, yeah. not even an exaggeration, like, it literally reads like this, and right. it's
1: fucking wild.
2: Um, yeah. So,
1: romance writers, don't be like Albert Fish? Exactly. I, listen,
0: romance writers, men, no, no, not romance writers. I read Mailed primarily romance epic romance fantasy, writer. like, really long fantasy novels. Right, Yeah. well, I mean, so, when
1: you're writing, writers, when you're writing with, romance.
0: Specifically men, when you're writing romance, do me a favor read any woman's book at all if she if like read it because i'm telling you it will help you read full metal alchemist it will read full metal alchemist <laughs> phenomenal romance it's, written by a woman it right a couple of them stay away from maybe run one half is bad that one's not great um <clears throat> my specific recommendation would be to read oh a uh, pattern of shadow and light Uh, It's by Melissa McPhail and it's part of the magic system is about romance and it is written exquisitely. So read that before you write anything about romance. If you don't know shit
2: about romance, look how hard we're trying to get away from this. I'm really (laughs) falling for time. Uh, We eat about half of it. Then I stripped naked and got in bed. He kissed me in the mouth many times. Then I made him lay down on his knees face down and i sat on the bed how sweet and pretty his bare naked ass looked to me i kissed it 100 times square in his sweet honey pot then i took i'm sorry <laughs> yeah
0: did he say right in his sweet honey spot honey spot yes. mm-hmm. so albert fish was way ahead on that too huh <laughs> well yeah he was way um, ahead on that millennial shit y'all need to get y'all need to
2: fucking innovate then i took my hairbrush and used the back of it to spank him i made him yell ouch papa i will be a good boy yes i spanked him on his nice fat ass untied it looked like a ripe tomato all over then it was his turn to be papa i was his boy he gave me a bath sat on the side of the bed and made me lay across his knees face down that is enlightening Oh, he gave and took.
1: Yeah, it's very.
0: Albert Fish. Not that. Not that. I'm saying the fact that he made him. He literally was like, I've got daddy issues. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. He was like, then I was the son and he was the papa. Yeah. And it's like, oh, <laughs> OK, that's that's what we're dealing with then. All right.
2: So he gave me a bath, sat on the side of the bed, and made me lay across his knees face down. He spanked my bare ass good and plenty, made me yell, ouch, Papa, I won't do number two in my pants again. I spanked him till he cried. He made me cry, too. You know, once a long time ago, I saw this video. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh.
1: Don't worry. It's only very creepy. Uh, like, well, <laughs> <laughs> we're, saw, we're blurring the lines today so. I,
0: Well, I saw this documentary Well, it was a clip of a documentary Don't worry about it That was on the YouTube rabbit hole Uh-huh And I learned of a man Who, like I learned of a, a group of people, I should say Are we talking about
1: adult babies?
0: Uh-huh <laughs> That day was uh, You know, when you sometimes when you have an experience And you go that was definitely formative. Like like <laughs> this has changed yeah. the world for me. Yeah. That happened. And you just reminded me of that video because <laughs> that there was a clip of that man and he was dressed as a baby but then in yeah. his adult voice. Oh yeah. He said almost that exact same <laughs> sentence. He was like "Mommy, I promise not to poopy in my diaper anymore." But in
1: his adult voice. <laughs> and it fucking I hated it. <laughs> there's a level in a Yakuza game where you like... What? One one of the Yakuza games? I'm aware of Yakuza. I didn't know that why, that this was a thing. So there's like a cafe or something that you go into and uh, you like burst through a wall or open the wrong door or something and reveal just a room full of like old Japanese men in diapers and shit and then they all get pissed and you got to fight them all. <laughs> <laughs> since since we're on the adult baby those
0: games are kick fucking right brilliant. <laughs> they really are. They really are.
2: So, I spanked him till he cried. He made me cry too. My ass was all red when he got through. I saw it in the looking glass. How good it felt when he spanked, but it hurt and I always wanted more and gave him more nearly all night. We had fun. One of you had fun. Whoops. That was part of I'm sorry. Skipped a uh, uh uh, Your honor, we ask that the jury <laughs> disregard the last sentence because I forgot I actually cut part of it out and i left one sentence oh, in God! Yeah, let's just, so I craved for something different. I wanted to lash, cut. I wanted to cut, burn a nice, big, fat, pretty, bear ass like Thomas had, torture him, hear him scream with pain. Thomas is the boy's name. Yes, Thomas Kennedy. Yeah. And I could not do it here. Too many people. I began to look around about a mile away. There was some old farmhouse that had uh, had the name of being haunted. No one had lived in it for several years. It stood back from the road about 200 feet, and in the back of it was a barn. Three stalls and a room for a carriage. Upstairs, there was a hog loft and a coachman's room. In it was a bed and a chair. The door was locked. Uh, the door and lock were in good order um, with a key. It was just the place to whip and torture Thomas, just as I had wished. I put a chamber pot in the room for him to use. Then one rainy day, I brought a blanket and we came to the torture chamber and made him, and I made him strip bare naked and locked him in. Then I went back to my room.
0: That he calls it a torture chamber is Mm -hmm. refreshing in a weird way. Like, (laughs) yeah,
2: it's at
1: least realistic, right? Like at least he knows uh... exactly what he's doing. Actually, He didn't call it a love shack, Right. right? You know, Yeah, he didn't (laughs) call it,
0: like, a holding area or something. Like, he didn't try to, you know.
2: The next day, I did not go to work. I brought a sharp knife, a box of matches, and a pint of alcohol. I went back to the old house and got his clothes and put them with the other things in one of the stalls. There was a well in the yard, nice cold water. I filled an old pitcher full of water and gave it to him to drink. Then I cut about 20 switches off of blackberry bushes. They were full of thorns. I brought two book straps uh, that they used in school. I took up three switches in the straps and tied his hands behind him, then his feet. Now I said to him, I have you where I want you, and the way I intended to keep you um, for the next two weeks. Then I turned him over on his belly and began to torture his nice fat ass. I used one switch at a time, struck him as hard as I could, each blow the thorn stuck in his flesh then it would tear and rip the cheeks of his fat ass
0: i wonder if he thinks that thomas is enjoying this no okay no so he is like it he i know he's calling it torture but like does he think that other people like this or is he
1: to, specifically does he know that he is that you know what i'm saying no he's definitely he's he's aware that that thomas no longer wants to be in this situation he is an incredible sadist yeah okay but he's also such a masochist like Mm -hmm. i want to call him a switch you know that's
0: not well but see the thing is is that there the difference between the community yes and people like Albert. i I don't want to
1: give it an association with the community right but It, it
0: is that for the community, it's fun, safe, sane, consensual. Yes. For Albert Fish, it's specifically none it of those none, three yes. things. Yes.
1: <laughs> it is but that's the thing. It is specifically none of those things. He doesn't want it to be yeah, It's not a kink or a fetish anymore. No. It's a crime. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It's a it's an illness. Yes. That's how you know, by the way, is like that's the only way, really, you can do whatever the fuck you want, as long as it is safe, sane, and consensual. Yeah. If you are violating any one of those three things with any one of your partner or partners, that means you need help and possibly to go to jail. Right.
1: Um, but it's he's he's anomalous, and I'm saying that as a black man in the South, so you know it's bad. <laughs> as far as even even among other serial killers go, Albert Fish is a complete anomaly because most serial killers stick to the same M.O. But and Albert Fish has a lot of well, recurring themes yeah. in his crimes but luckily don has
0: been warning me about this one so much that i'm not qu- as uncomfortable right right i'm not as bad as the first one because the first one he hit me out of fucking nowhere <laughs> yeah well
1: that was the fun of tanzler was that it? was Tansler was like in a, a realm of tameness where you could hit someone out of nowhere with it yeah and because it still he didn't be do anything directly malicious right it was like the story
0: of a sick old man right who did some fucked up stuff to a
1: body but and you you can argue whether or not the body is a victim in right. that situation but you can argue that the family is, no is a victim heart. for sure the family were victims yes but this is a situation where we have clear cut victims right like alive ones yes and vivid descriptions of what happened to those right. victims yeah. so this one did need much more warning yeah, right. Tansler. Well,
0: like that's the, that's the thing too. Is like just comparing them to Tansler again is like it wasn't that the victim was any. It was just that like even the root, even like it, we're pretty sure that Tansler was a necrophiliac. We have plenty of reason to believe. We have plenty yeah. of reason to believe, but we have to say it like that is the thing. Right, that's what I'm saying. Is like. Like, you're saying there's vivid descriptions of what happens to, to Albert Fish's victims. Right. Um, for Tansler, you just kind of have to fill in the blanks with gross, creepy stuff. <laughs> because otherwise, this is a man who... I mean, it can be argued that he harmed her during her lifetime. But it's like... You can even tell just from the story that he was trying to help... He right. was just very, very sick. And, like, it was super unfortunate, really creepy, and, like, suspenseful. But based on the time period and the medical technology available at the time, that girl was going to die. Right. Right. The weird, crazy shit happens after that. Right. And at that point, it's like, oh, you're just learning about this creepy old man. And he's, <laughs> right. What is he doing? Um, you know, so it's like different here because it's, you're hearing about people. <clears throat> right. So. Um, and and I'm, I'm constantly being reminded that this is in the 1800s. No, this is now we're in like the like, like 1900s. Early. Very early. Very early. early. early yeah, like more than 100 years ago. Right. Yeah. Like. Yeah, that's where it's, like, I'm being constantly reminded, like, the Model T4 don't come out for another few years. Right. right. Exactly. Right. <laughs> so... But
1: it's, there's also... There's a bunch of other things about fish that don't <clears throat> fit with what we know about most serial killers. So you have, like, different the classifications of serial killers and what motivates them. Yeah. You see all of this... Right. ...with fish. So... You see him undergo killings that fit the description of a uh, process killing, where it's the process of the murder that's the most important. But then he has some victims that are very much product, where it's just about the killing, right? Not the process of the killing, but about making them dead. Mm-hmm. The the end goal, just for them to be dead, and most mostly it's process and it's. All sexually motivated, which there is a weird sexual motivation for most killers, but also strange. Like, anyway, go ahead. I have more. There's (laughs) no, that's good. Um, There's for most serial killers, they tend to only kill people that they are sexually attracted to. That's super common. That's like Dahmer was gay. Dahmer killed exclusively men. well men that he wanted to turn into like sex zombies right but uh, the Bundy that was weird (laughs) Bundy killed college girls right for the most part um same for Ed Kemper it's pretty much all serial killers have that but Albert Fish kills both boys and girls right and yeah main mainly just the one yeah, but yeah, for the and most real, part, there's
2: there's a kind of a caveat at the end about that, right? Well, so. exactly,
1: but then that changes his classification again with that caveat because it's a it's a, a religious, which right. makes him uh, a missionary killer. I right. think is what they're called. Yeah, um, but then sometimes it's. I can't remember all the different classifications, but at various points in his uh, serial killing career, he hits every classification that a serial killer can have. I think that
0: makes him a mass murderer instead of a serial killer, but I'm not sure if Uh, that's
1: technically correct. No, um, when you're a serial killer, it's more than three on three different occasions. Uh, Mm -hmm. Mass murderer kills in like one go. Ah. Like like a mass shooter is a mass murderer, but a shooter who has killed fifty people individually is a serial killer. Son of Sam, yes, Mm -hmm. who went
0: and did shootings. Or the DC sniper, technically, I think.
2: DC, I don't remember that one. Yeah, that was like in the nineties. That was in the nineties. Yeah, that was
0: I late nineties because I remember Mm -hmm. hearing about it, but not much of the details. So like, I'm pretty sure the DC sniper was a dude who was like, he was like. Okay, it was like him and another kid. I might be thinking of somebody else, but anyway, it was basically it was a sniper that was like hitting random places in D.C.
1: over and over again, and I think it was like politically motivated. I uh, see. So I think that just makes him a domestic terrorist, that rather be. than a serial killer, because for most serial killers, like I said, it's, God, there's, it usually America's has a fucked. We have motivation. so many words for yeah. killing and how I you know. can do yeah. it. Yeah, we, well, we could have
0: been like the Eskimos. In our legends, where they have 37 different words for snow, but no, we've got 47,000 different ways to say, to describe a death by someone else killing you.
1: Most of those classifications come from the behavioral science unit with uh, the FBI. Which mm-hmm. dates back to the 70s. So well, bef- before that, we always want to categorize stuff. Exactly. Which I appreciate. We learn from categorizing things. That's how our brains are do. do. Yep. That's how, that's, how that's, do. How, that's how they do. That's how they do. I don't like the Black Barrel. No, not like at all. It. It's like... I guess I probably should have warned you, it tastes like Jameson, but it tastes a little bit stronger.
0: It is, yeah, but it's, it's like
1: too Bernie for me. Yeah, mm-hmm. I asked Mark what it Not tasted like, because like, I hadn't had it either. He was like, it tastes like Jameson if you haven't had Jameson in a while. Ah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, we got to get back on track.
2: <laughs> Often, I would drag the switch down instead of lifting it. How he did scream. It was sweet music to my very soul to hear him and know that no one else could.
0: That is fucked up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Then
2: it gets worse. <laughs> no way. <laughs> then I spanked him. How the blood did spatter on the blanket and all over the wall. Then I took the knife and slit his fat ass between the cheeks. I held my mouth to his ass and sucked the blood. Then I filled the pitcher with water, untied his hands, locked him in, and went home. The next evening, I brought another blanket, a small hammer, tacks, and six candles. Then I could work in the day and torture him at night. I tucked the blanket over the window. And by the light of a candle, I could see him for five days. All he had was water and whippings. Then I brought him sandwiches and coffee. He was so hungry, I made him eat his own number two. Before I gave him food. Oh, but yeah, number two. Look,
0: again, that's one where if you and your partner want to do that. Cool. Good. If (laughs) if there's not a safe word, it's not okay. Right. Yeah. Yes. Yep. (laughs) If you both didn't agree to be in the room, it's not okay. Right. Like, fucking, you know?
2: Yeah. Then I made him lay on his back in bed. I turned both of his legs backwards over his head and strapped his feet to the head of the iron bed.
1: Also, can you imagine all of this and then somebody offers you just, like, black coffee? Yeah. That is the last (laughs) thing that I would want, is to be caffeinated.
0: I would... I would...
1: (sighs) Although, I don't, I don't know. know, I have a caffeine addiction, so maybe I would be really <laughs> craving some caffeine at that point. That's true.
0: That's
1: like, very I get a stroke, too. Fuck.
2: So, Shit, now I want a cigarette. <laughs> so just uh. to... Just t- t- I don't want to say to help you visualize, because I don't want to help you visualize. Yeah, we don't, don't want to do that. But I have to explain that he basically, the guy was on his back, he took his feet over the guy's head and tied his... So now he's with his butt like, up in like, the air. Like... Like spitted, yeah. Like well, like
1: no. re, like a reverse scorpion.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah
0: like 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 an animal on a fucking
1: thing. If you're carrying, he's not
2: it. quite hogtied. Yeah. But, That's what I was thinking. But they're both his arms and legs are in the same direction now. Okay. But they're above the his head. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, then I had his nice, pretty fat ass turned up to me to do just whatever I w- could think of, and that was plenty. The whole package of needles in the cheeks of his ass that looked like a pincushion. I stuck up in all the way I could think, I, all the way through his dicky and one between his two balls. That. Again with the
1: dicky. Yeah. Yeah. It makes it worse. <laughs> it does. Oh.
2: That was Saturday night. I left him just as he was all night and went home on Sunday. I brought some food and a bottle of peroxide. I pulled the needles out of his ass, dicky, and balls. How the blood did pour when I poured it out of, pulled it out of his dickie. It was as blue as ink. I poured peroxide on his dick and balls and then smeared him good with Vaseline. Then I untied his feet and let him rest. He went to sleep. Then I jabbed a long needle in his belly and woke him up. Then I fed him from 9 a.m. Sunday until 11 p.m. I whipped, cut, and burned his, burned his bare ass, except at noon and six when I went out for food. To weaken him and keep him up and keep him, so I gave... What? I hope, I hope we
0: don't get... Okay, I know we're going to have to get a couple of more descriptions for some people. Yeah. Uh, I hope they are not this in-depth. Oh. <laughs>
2: um. They uh, are.
0: Yeah. I mean, like, I, basically what I'm saying is, I want to get the gambit, and then that's it. <laughs> once. I don't want to hear it all every time. No,
2: I mean, this... Yeah, this is just the yeah. long... Yeah. This is the longest yeah. one. Yeah. Yeah. yeah because um, this this sets up
1: that's what i was hoping this sure. sets up his mo for right. the rest of okay. the killings yes yeah. good because
0: i want you to be able to reference like oh and then he did some shit that we've already heard about yeah, yeah.
2: so i gave him food but only once a day i gave him a tablespoon and he would eat mo- much of his own number two out of the chamber pot in short time both of us got to like it we called it peanut butter and the number one we called cider
1: <laughs> oh my
2: God! See, yeah, this is what I said about yeah. food in mm-hmm. association with
1: Albert Fish. Yeah, uh,
2: I let him rest about an hour. Then I burned his legs over his, uh, bent his legs over his head again and tied his feet. I switched him hard between the cheeks of his fat ass, and when the thorns struck in his stuck in his flesh, I dragged them so they could tear his ass.
1: I don't know how he's not dead yet. Yeah,
0: honestly, I'm not either. Yeah, I'm not sure either. Excuse me.
2: Then I spilled alcohol on his bare ass and Dickie and set him on fire. I clapped my hands and jumped with joy when I heard him scream. It hurt like hell while it lasted, but the alcohol burned off quick. I spanked him and switched his bare ass until I was tired out. I spread paper on the floor and made him lay on his belly. I stripped naked and done a heap of number two on his ass. Then I turned him on his back so he would be full of it. I had some in my behind and I sat down on his face and made him. Yeah. Uh, yep. But when I knew I had had him so weak, I could master him. Uh, then I let him play Papa. Everything I had done to him, I made him do to me. Oh yeah. See, this is what I was getting at earlier
0: where I was like, I want to know how. Yeah. I can tell I've dissociated because I'm very clinical right <laughs> now. In my yeah. Um, <laughs> I just wanted to know, like, when I said earlier, like, oh, he's going to, he's like, oh, he wanted to be the torturee as well. Yeah. Like, in my head earlier, I was thinking how much, like, this whole time I've been thinking about, like, why didn't this, it seems like this person didn't fight. This Thomas did not fight that hard. And I'm thinking, I don't know, even with a mental illness, a very severe
1: one, I don't know, though but we, we are so far past anything bdsm like it, well yeah it's no longer safe it never was safe in the first place uh, it's in the very beginning in the very of, beginning it was grooming and that's a crime yes right but it was physically safe he split this dude's ass with a knife i yeah again there
0: are that's hey josh Hey buddy. Oh man. <laughs> there are people who enjoy things like we've been describing today, and that's what I mean safe, sane and consensual because there are ways and I am not condoning torture. <laughs> but I'm saying like there are people who like to hang by hooks and stuff. Yeah. There's safe ways to do things that we would consider torture. I don't think
1: Albert Fish knew the safe way to do those that's things. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> like
0: I think that he specifically learned the not safe way. Right. Like I don't know. We never were in the realm of the community, is what right. I'm saying. <laughs> it's
1: it was never even close. Right at most, most of the thing with Albert Fish too is a lot of the actual murder that Albert Fish does is just to get rid of the evidence. Yeah, yeah. I was kind of getting that opinion
0: in my head as well yes. because most I don't know, man.
1: It. Most, yeah. Um,
2: So yeah, when he set my ass on fire, it hurt, but I got a big kick, a thrill out of it. Many times when I had, when I had him tied up, I was tempted to slice veal cutlets off his nice fat ass, take them out in the yard and make a fire and roast them. My mouth fairly watered to see what it would taste like. I always wanted to eat a boy's nice fat ass. I also had a strong desire to cut off his prickin balls. Don, I'm going to have to tell the audience to isolate that audio. <laughs> 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 there, that's my sound clip for the news. <laughs> <laughs> I always wanted to eat a what did it, what was it? I always wanted to eat a uh, I always wanted to eat a boy's nice fat ass.
0: A boy's <laughs> nice fat ass. Wow. That was very millennial. That was incredibly (laughs) millennial.
2: I also had a strong desire to cut off his pricking balls, split them open.
0: Oh, I'm glad I got that joke in there just in time.
2: Split them open, (laughs) roast them and eat them. But I knew that if I did, I would not have him to torture or to be tortured by him. I pissed and shit on him. It's a rare thing that torture saves you from cannibalism, huh? Yeah. Yeah. I pissed and shit on him in his mouth, eyes, ears. He did it to me. I know we ate over 10 pounds of peanut butter and drank several gallons of cider between us. Ew. <laughs> in the 5 years. I also I
0: don't it. like peanut butter and cider, but it somehow it makes it worse. <laughs>
2: to she, call somehow, it somehow uh,
1: like,
2: somehow.
0: Yeah. I'll tell you I'll tell you why. It's because the food is actually edible and you're thinking about eating the food and then it switches in your head and you're yeah. like, "Fuck." <laughs>
2: um, but all things have an end. My job was finished and I could not afford to keep him.
0: Yeah, here it is.
2: Realizing that I must go home, but I was tempted and tied him up again, played with his dicky until it got stiff. Then I took a knife and sliced off half of it. Wow! Yeah. Yeah. I shall never forget his scream or the look he gave me. The blood gushed in a stream.
1: He's really big on the screams. Yeah. Yeah, that's bad.
2: Yeah. At first, I intended to kill him, cut up the body, and take it home. But the weather was hot, and I knew as... And I knew as I had no ice. Why would would you take the body home? To eat it. Oh, right. Um, It would stink and betray me. So I poured cold water over his dicky, then slowly poured the rest of the peroxide on the open wound. Then I took the rest of the Vaseline and a clean handkerchief and bound him up. I untied him, put his clothes on the chair by the side of the bed. I gave him $10 and kissed him goodbye. Took the first train I could got back home, and never heard of what became of him or tried to find out. So literally, he was going to kill the guy, castrated him, and then was like, eh, never mind. Here's 10 bucks. Love you. Bye. And just left the guy.
1: Do we know what
2: happened to nope. Thomas? Nope. There's no further... Do mention- we
0: know what happened to a mentally ill person in the 18-slash-1900? No, of course we don't. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's fair. He probably got killed by someone. Yeah. Probably. If he didn't bleed to death, I was that's say, what I was gonna say too. Is like, hey, bud, if you castrate somebody,
1: that's a death sentence. Yeah, that you just bleed out. That's what. That's how the Italians would kill you in like uh mob settings. Yeah.
0: So
2: it wasn't just his. Victim- there are arteries down there, is what I'm saying. Yeah. Very important ones. It wasn't just his victims that felt the wrath of Fish's hand. Fish was quick to dole out his punishment on himself. Once, when Albert Jr. was an adult living with his father and looking for something, he found a paddle that had nails driven through it. Embedded in between the nails were flecks of skin and dried blood. There was also a night when Albert Jr. came home and heard a noise coming from the elder fish's room.
1: Little Junior.
2: (laughs) When he went to investigate, he saw his father standing naked in front of a mirror with the paddle, spanking himself and masturbating. The noise he heard was the smack of the paddle on his father's bare ass and the cries of his father that... It was a strange mix of both pain and pleasure.
1: And mind you, the kids were so desensitized Mm -hmm. to this. Like all all of the kids. Yeah. yeah. Uh,
2: The girls, as far as the girls knew, he was the most doting, loving father. But the boys, they witnessed his insanity. And I didn't actually put it in the script. I don't know why. There was a a story where the boys were playing football. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden, they noticed Albert Fish standing outside on a hill naked just screaming I am Christ over and over again. Yeah. And then they just went back to playing football. Yep. And the girls didn't see this. Nope. He was he was a completely different person to the girls.
1: Yeah, they they basically had no idea yeah. what a monster he was at all. The boys oh. had a glimpse, but they were so desensitized to it right. that they just like didn't really think anything of it. That boys was just kids, God, how dad
0: out. was. I wonder I wonder so I wonder if they had children. And I wonder how those kids are doing now.
1: Did you? Do we talk about the trial?
2: Uh, a little bit. I don't. A little
1: bit. So okay, I just I didn't get to read the whole script yeah. in advance, and I didn't want to like no, spoil I didn't this really for later. Go
2: too too much into like detail. I just kind of give an overview. At
1: the trial, his kids like basically d- defended him, right? Saying that he shouldn't get the death sentence because he's clinically insane. Mm-hmm. They they refer to. ...all of this as something that afflicts him. Right. Mm -hmm, As a mm -hmm. problem that he suffers with. No. Yeah, no. But that's... Like, he is absolutely insane.
0: However, the time for getting help was a very long time ago. Right.
1: Absolutely. And so, yeah. He is now
0: criminally insane. Mm
1: -hmm. Yes, exactly. Like, it's different. It's very different.
2: So... Before we go any further, it's important to explain just how deviant Albert Fish was, as if what I just explained wasn't. But Yeah, we went. That was a <laughs> lot.
0: I had forgotten that this was an after dark until you said some stuff. <laughs> yeah.
2: When he was finally brought to justice, a psychiatrist examined him at length and said that Fish was the, the most perverted man he had ever met. He compiled a list of Fish's predilections, and the list that I'm about to give must be noted as not complete. Also, we must, must it though. <laughs> yep, also, we must remember that some of what we're about to read is not considered a perversion now, but in the 1930s they were. Yes, uh, this list is a. It's going to include gay, isn't it? Yes, it is. No, actually. Wait, what? No. Really? No, no. So we're going to start off light. I'm going to go light and just work our way down. <laughs> oh good. Oh boy. Uh, first one is exhibitionism. Which is showing yourself sure. off in the nude.
0: That is still technically a crime
2: in yeah. most places. Well, yes. But as far but... as when you compare it to what the other stuff I'm gonna read. Yeah, that's fair. Uh the next one is voyeurism. Um the next well,
1: voyeurism definitely a crime. Yeah. Yeah. Well yeah. I don't know. I, yes. If
2: you go to like a live sex show, I mean that's not that, a crime. that's not that's, that's not really voyeurism. That is voyeurism.
1: Yeah. Voyeurism really?
2: just means you like to watch. Yeah. Voyeurism is watching mm. others who are either nude or who are either nude yeah who are either nude or perform sexual acts
1: i think it was in like Mal- if you
2: like porn that's voyeurism yeah
1: okay that's fair <clears throat> um i think it was in like malcolm in the middle or it's also something also technically
0: exp- exp- ex- exhibitionism, exhibitionism.
1: Yeah, yeah i was going to say cam girls that is yeah. pure exhibitionism right and um, voyeurism it was in like uh, they go together hand in hand. Mm-hmm. Malcolm in the Middle or something. The dad just like pipes up when somebody else is talking about voyeurism, and he's like, "Actually, it's about the thrill of watching somebody when they don't know that they're being watched." And then realizes what he said and just like leaves immediately. I don't remember what TV show that was in, but that that's been like my canon definition of voyeurism for uh, my whole
0: life. That is what we used to think it was. Yeah, that's. You know that's the difference between the community and a crime. Right. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Exactly. Uh, n- <laughs> next is uh, fetishism, which is the abnormal preference for one part of the body, such as the butt, feet, legs.
0: Yeah. So fetishism is very different nowadays. Yeah. The yeah. definition and all. Yes.
2: Uh, next we have fellatio, which. Wow. What you yeah. can't give oh, head. Yeah. yeah. In, yeah. in the thirties. Are <laughs> you shitting me? No. Hell, it was. A- it was a crime in Texas uh up until the 90s when I'm were- sorry, you're telling me <laughs> that men made it a crime yes to get head. Literally the only way you could have sex is if you were married and you were doing it in missionary. That's it. Yes, yes. men did this. Yes.
1: Missionary is Women, Jesus's position. Exactly.
0: I know I I know I have chosen <laughs> to walk a middle road but on behalf of of all men, I want to apologize for that. Because, <laughs> like, like, listen, <laughs> I know a lot of men don't know this, but, guys, women like sex, too. It's a thing that they enjoy, and, like, they want to do it in as weird ways as you do. And, you know, maybe stop. Maybe stop. We'll have a <laughs> rant later. It's coming out. <laughs> We got cat, cat's gonna be on there. A different cat, Josh's yeah. cat is gonna be on there. We're gonna do. She's gonna do some actual research. Yeah, and I'm gonna yell <laughs> about how women are
2: people too. God damn it! Uh, next we have Cunnilingus. What? Yes.
1: Oh yeah. No no no. Can't eat the pussy. Yeah. You. I, what? <laughs> <laughs>
2: My uh, mom listens to
0: these, so I can't <laughs> say a whole lot.
2: <laughs> uh, next, we have analingus, which is that's just the that's a that's just that's just rude to millennials in general. <laughs> the whole culture that we've worked to build. Uh, now we're getting a little bit more um, into I don't the, even really the darker like, side. We have we have sadism <laughs> and masochism, which that's is, you know. You know if, if it's consensual, you, we've you, been do Yeah, we've been hyping on it all episode. Yeah. Yep. Uh, next, we have or hyperotism, also known as hyperhedonism. I'm maybe pronouncing it wrong, but it's an abnormal was it, intensity. Was it maybe
1: a typo for hypereroticism? Hypereroticism.
2: Yes, there you go. Mm-hmm. Which mm-hmm. is an abnormal intensity of the sexual interest.
1: Oh, yeah, that is just, yeah, I got you. See, I know that word, but y'all got mad at me for not knowing what facsimile means.
2: Facsimile is, we're not going to start down that road again. (laughs) Uh, Next, we have active and passive flagellation. which That means that's the whipping part. Right. Uh, We have picarism, which is sticking needles into others or into oneself for sexual motives.
1: Mm -hmm. I didn't know there was a word for that. There's always a word for that. Yeah, there's always a word for that.
2: Yeah. And then we have the pre aforementioned coprophagia and udonism, which is. Piss and pe- shit. Yep, peanut butter and cider. Uh, Don't do that. We have pedophilia. I,
1: I got to go take a peanut butter. <laughs> <laughs>
0: hey, can I use your restroom? I got to take a cider. Yeah. <laughs>
2: uh, and finally, we have uh, cannibalism.
1: See, the last two are just crimes forever and ever. Right. Yeah. Except for the guy who had to get his own leg amputated and asked if he could keep it because he wanted to eat it. That's That's different. Yeah. That's auto
0: auto cannibalism. That's auto cannibalism, and I can't stop
1: you.
2: (laughs) There was a whole Stephen King story called Survivor Type, which was about a surgeon who was smuggling heroin, Uh and the plane crashes, and he's on a desert island, and his leg is broken, and he ends up using the heroin to numb himself, and then cuts his leg off, and then... He's starving, so he eats the leg. And then the rest of the story is him slowly cutting off pieces of his body. And the whole thing started with Stephen King wondering how much of yourself could you eat before you died? Stephen King is good. I don't like his books, but I like his stories.
0: Yeah, yeah no, that makes sense. Because he he is a... I mean, even... Even cracked up him in the 80s. (laughs) Coked up Steven was good at concepts. Right. Really good at them. Yeah. Um, Execution became better after the cocaine. Right.
2: Mm -hmm. And there Um, was no more child orgies.
0: That was a thing that I didn't know (laughs) happened in that book. Right. Mm -hmm. And like, yeah. Y'all, that's the type of shit. Okay. (laughs) We're going to be real again, real quick. That's the type of shit. That when it happens to you as a kid, and I'm speaking from experience, it fucks you up for the rest of your life. Like, And I don't know what Stephen King went through or (laughs) was going through at the time. But I hope he got the help he needed. (laughs) Because that shit fucked. That's weird. Why do you write that
2: as an adult? His idea as was a person that that was showing the transformation from childhood to adulthood. It, it was them nope. losing their innocence. Right. Nope. Yeah, yeah. No. Yeah. it's yeah. There's a reason it's not in either version of the cinematic. Uh, Good. Yeah. Yeah. No. So it wasn't just needles that fish like to stick Ho- Hollywood
1: a... only does that in real life, not in their movies. That's exactly. You know.
2: In, in one letter.
1: <laughs> this world
0: is fucking daunting
2: in one letter fish wrote very fond of flowers like to see them like to smell them sometimes i have when roses with a stem of about three inches lilacs and other flowers stuck them in my penis it hurts but i seem to get a rush out of it a thrill i stuck them up my behind i was a boy when i'd done that or as a boy when i had done that i have a looking glass in my drawer so i can see myself sometimes i hold a little mirror to look at myself yeah he's a human vase yeah I stood motionless for an hour holding the little mirror in my hand I mean he's doing it to himself, and while it makes me uncomfortable <laughs> to think about the
0: pain true i that I can't stop you
2: right I fully can't um so that I could get a mirror of my of a view of my inch with the rose in it bought beautiful roses. Then went to ease the oh, roses. Wait,
0: which one is he talking I about? I don't know. I, yeah. Is his, it? his
2: writing is very hard to decipher. Because. Some
1: anyway. Yeah. Um, it was very, it had a lot of typos too, didn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of misspellings. and Brought I mean. beautiful
2: roses. Then went to ease the roses out and ate the petals. I like vines or honeysuckle and bound them around my body, my prick or my behind. For a while, worked in a flower store in Just Washington. say the word dick <laughs> just say dick one of the biggest flower stores in washington
0: <laughs> you sound like that one a news announcer guy on that panel telling the fucking white guy to say
1: the n-word <laughs> again. say it say it what's the problem yeah he's <laughs>
2: like no, no 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 i can't i, I don't think i think we both know
1: i don't
3: want to say it <laughs>
2: Speaking of flowers, in the section of Washington, D.C., was so where I lived as a boy, we had a large yard with flowers of all kinds. I always loved to smell and see them. Those I loved best were roses, hollyhocks, lilacs, sweet peas, and honeysuckle. I often saw pictures in windows of male and female figures in a nude state, garlands of vines and flowers draped around their nakedness. I always had a strong desire to Where did you see
0: this? Is he talking about mannequins?
2: Probably absolutely naked or decked out in flowers i of course realized i could not appear in the streets in such a garb however you I... could if it was the met gala <laughs>
0: true
2: <laughs> i did so
0: honestly would that okay i know i'm sidetracking again but wouldn't it be fucking rad as hell to see somebody in a goddamn dress made out of flowers
1: it's he what he wanted to wear i was understand the um he wanted
0: well, to wear basically a cock ring made out of fucking flowers. Well,
1: yeah, but no, I was gonna say the the Midsummer flower dress. I don't I don't know. You now. haven't seen Midsummer? No. It's a good great horror movie. I've seen uh, a Midsummer Night's Dream. Not the same. <laughs> In multiple mediums. <laughs> no, no, this one has way more Swedish cult activity. Okay. Yeah.
0: Right. Uh no,
1: but I'm just thinking it would be fucking fey wild as fuck.
0: You know what I'm saying? Just yeah. have like a multicolored dress made out of fucking like weird colors of rose like purple roses or something.
1: I don't know. Give give American society like another 50 years and I think it might be socially acceptable to show up to the Met Gala wearing nothing but uh like Jesus thorn of crowns cock ring. <laughs> Truly, I'm going to give it 10 years. <laughs> maybe maybe 15,
2: yeah. maybe. So, um <clears throat>
0: Because as soon as all these old fucks die and we get to take over for real, some shit's gonna have to change. It's gonna get weird. It's gonna get weird. Probably violent a little bit.
1: Millennials are weird. Gen Z's even weirder. Gen Z's weirder. They're in control.
0: Gen Z isn't only weirder, but they're more aggressive than us. Not more violent. Yeah. Not more violent. No. We are assertive. They are aggressive.
1: (laughs) They are. I want to make it clear though. They're right, dude. They're correct. A Gen Z kid. Leaked the fucking Supreme Court justice's uh, credit card number yeah, I saw on that. TikTok. Oh, the Thank knife. You. I see. Yes. That is baller as fuck. Yes. <laughs> right? That's- His full credit card details because he ate at a restaurant that that Gen Z <sighs> kid was serving at. I I if I could what a proper legend what a fucking lad yeah like
0: (laughs) if I could I would pay for the rest of your life my dude that's
2: that is on some a that's on some eat the rich type shit yeah I like that (laughs) so um, I would buy a few leaves or vines now and then a rose or lilac strip naked and annoy myself in every possible way stick stems of roses up my penis or behind Though this became interested, through this, I became interested in nudist colonies and wrote to some. (sighs) Now, in January of 1917, Fish's wife left him for John Straub. What? (laughs) I can't (laughs) believe it. He's such a model citizen. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, John Straub was a handyman who boarded with the Fish family, so the guy lived there. Uh, Look, if his sons know about what Fish is
0: into,
1: oh, yeah. his wife is the victim of it. Right. Yeah. Um, well, but see, he's not into women, right. really. It's, it's mostly boys. prepubescent boys. Okay. Yes. They still had
2: six children? Six children. Yeah. So there was sex going on.
1: Yeah. There is
0: really only one way for that to happen in the eighteen, nineteen hundreds. 1900s Yeah. That's true. <laughs> That's a... Uh, they haven't figured
1: out... They haven't figured out certain
0: technologies at that point
1: yet. I'm gonna, I'm gonna choose to believe that they weren't his, and she was just cheating the whole time. That's I the version I want. Want that to be the case as well. I'm, I'm not asserting that that is the case. It it's ain't.
2: almost certainly not. It, but yeah. So she left Fish to raise his children as a single parent. After his arrest, Fish told a newspaper that when his wife left him, she took nearly every possession the family owned. Yeah. So now he's a struggling single dad. Yeah. It was at this point that that, he, that can only help the situation. Yeah, surely. surely. It was at this point that be, he began to have auditory hallucinations. <laughs> Fun. <laughs> <laughs> he wrapped him once. He once wrapped himself up in a carpet. I am assuming rug.
0: Well, and I know yeah. I actually do know several a couple several people with uh, schizophrenia, both um, auditory and visual hallucinations. And um, neither
1: artist that draws her visual hallucinations. Yeah, neither one of them
0: are serial killers, for sure. They both suffer from their conditions, right? Because that's how mental illness actually works. And this man is just crazy, like just crazy. Yeah, there might be words for the types of crazy, but it's an amount that means he's just fucking
1: crazy, right?
2: So he once wrapped himself up in a carpet saying that he was following the instructions of John the Apostle. In February of 1930, Fish remarried. This marriage lasted only 10 days. Wow! <laughs> in that time, just in that time. That's,
0: hey, that's better than Kim K got. <laughs> <laughs> she got a good, she, I thought she had the low record. Turns out, nope.
2: Fish introduced his stepchildren to some of the games that he liked to play. Wait, wait, wait. Who was it that was married for like 73
0: days?
1: Was it Kim K and fucking... I don't fucking... I don't care about anybody who makes more money in a day than I'll make in my whole life. Right.
0: That's fair.
1: We, you might not...
0: It might not be your whole life. We might make up, we might catch up to a week for them, dude. Maybe, maybe. If these people will share our podcast with their <laughs> friends and follow us on Facebook and like us and share us and rate us and stuff. I don't yeah, know after this episode, based on they, this may be episode. Shared
1: that, they may be scared that people would be like, you listen to this shit? They may be sharing us with the police. Listen yeah. to the other episodes first. <laughs> like, officer, you need to hear share what those these men
2: first. and laughing. So one game that he liked to play was called Buck Buck, How Many Hands Up? This game consists. Uh, this game consisted of Fish dressing in very thin shorts and closing his eyes.
0: Okay. He would
2: then have the children raise a random number of fingers in the air, and he would guess how many there were. For every number off Fish's guess was from the actual number, the children would have to take a paintbrush and spank Fish. And in, the, in what I read at one point, because the stepchildren came in to testify as well. When they were talking about this game, one of the kids even said that they were. he always guessed wrong. Sometimes he would even guess a high number higher than the possible number of fingers they had. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So basically, if he guessed 10 and they had four, the kids would have to spank him six times.
1: Oh, no, I thought it was they had to spank him the number of times that they had fingers up. No, no, it, it sounded like it was the difference. Yeah. Uh, okay. Oh, the diff. Okay, that makes sense.
2: Another game was called Sack of Potatoes Over. This game consisted of a shirtless fish throwing the children over his shoulder and having them slide down his back while digging their nails into his skin. But it was when he tried to play the game. Josh is going through an exquisite array of faces right
1: now. (laughs) Oh, dude, no. I'm dissociating so hard that I've counted the number of ridges on the tiles. Yeah.
0: No, I'm looking at your face right now because I don't want to listen to it either. And and it's just like it's doing this whole number. You're just like.
1: This is an audio medium. What do I do? He's looking around <laughs> dazed. Like, like...
2: <laughs> and the sad thing is, he knows all this. He's I listened. know. It's still fucked.
3: Yeah.
1: Yeah, because
0: I'm just imagining, like, how do you... Listen, I can make jokes about Josh's face. I can't make jokes about a man abusing a child. Like, yeah, No, just...
2: they're abusing him.
0: No, 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 Don. No, no, no. no. <laughs> this is... Clearly, that is not what is happening here.
2: So, um... It was when he tried to play the game. Let's see how many needles we can stick under our fingernails. That right there is what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. That the children finally decided not to play.
1: This is the this story is officially the reason that I know that every single one of these uh, soundproofing wall tiles has uh, twelve ridges on it.
2: This, uh, however, did not stop Fish, who would proceed to play by himself. In Eleven troughs until his hands were covered and dripping with blood. Now, Fish also had a fascination with writing offensive letters to complete strangers that he would find in the classified ads of his local wow, newspaper. Wow, he
0: was an internet troll.
2: Yeah. Huh. And it's on these yeah. letters that we're going to finish this episode up with. Oh, good. Because it really is the last thing that we can even remotely joke about when it comes to Albert. Yep. Fish. Next episode is going to be fucked, you guys. Because <laughs> yeah, yes. this,
1: this one has a, a psychological
2: yeah. victim,
1: right? In, in the same way that you create a psychological victim when you're being a disgusting piece of shit troll on the internet. Right. Mm-hmm. But there's no direct harm. Th- this can cause harm, but not in the same way yeah. that, you know, he... Like a knife can. Yes, right. exactly. <laughs> like, or needles I don't in I your don't ass. mean to sticks and stones this shit, but it's, it's like sticks.
0: It's like, words can hurt, but sticks and stones will break your bones. Yeah, right. Like... That part
2: of the rhyme doesn't change. No. So these letters, um, he would start slowly and then gradually. If the person continued to engage with him, mm-hmm. just he would like increase, an internet troll, just like an internet troll. But the way he started is that he would pretend to be a guy named Robert Hayden, who, uh, in his little made-up story, was a Hollywood producer. Uh huh. And he had a son who. Um, suffered from infantile paralysis and needed to be taken care of. So he would write to these women asking if they would help basically be a caretaker for his son. So that's the, excuse me, that's the context, the context. So here we go. So the most famous of fish's letters were to a widow by the name of Grace Shaw. And while we do not have Miss Shaw's letter side of the conversation, we do have fish's.
0: This is about to make you feel
1: like you're listening to a scam call. Exactly. Except with... Yeah. uh, Probably worse, though. It's much... It it is worse, and it's much grosser. Yeah. But it is very much like like a scam email. Right. Yeah. Grammatical issues and all.
2: So the first letter. Bobby does not wet or muss his clothes or the bed. He will tell you when he has to use the toilet. Number one or number two. For number one, his pants must be unbuttoned at the crotch and his monkey taken out. His... <laughs> his George? <laughs> his curious little George? Yes. Um, his pants and drawers are all made with a drop seat. All you have to do is lose three buttons and down they come. Saves a lot of undressing. Handy when you want to spank him. Just drop the seat, seat of his pants and drawers. You don't have to strip him except for at night for bed or to give him a bath or for switching. The doctor says three or four spankings on his bare behind will do him good, as he is nice and fat in that spot. It will be an aid to him. When he don't mind you, then you must strip him and use the cat 9 tails. What? Yeah, yeah. Same. You know, just as yeah. doctors prescribe. Yeah. I okay. Ah, <laughs>
0: uh, this is like a proto spam email. Yeah, <laughs> like this is like, like the ur- Like they refined their technique from the failures of this one. Right. Like.
1: <laughs> It's oh, okay, okay. So the weird, the weird sado masochistic disabled kid bit doesn't work. What if Nigerian prince? Yeah. Right, right. That's what I'm saying. Is like, what if yeah. Nigerian prince? What if? Wh- okay. What if now?
0: What if they fucking forgot a payment with their bank? Right. Yep. And now I gotta call
1: them and get the payment. <laughs> what if? The, what if we pretend their credit card was stolen? There what you if? Go. What if
0: we pretend their credit? What if? Wh- oh, here's the thing. What if we literally just take control of their computer and? Make make it to where it looks like they owe us like $18,000. Ah,
1: technology. Technology is I see. I see you also watch Kit Boga and Scammer Payback. <laughs> Incorrect. I'm watching Mark Rober. Oh, yeah. I lo- Well, Mark Rober was working with um uh, Jim Browning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I love Jim Browning. I so love those on. ones. They're, They're so good. good. They're I like good.
0: when he releases the
1: roaches in the office. Yeah. That's good. Kit Boga is more entertaining uh-huh. about it, but oh. like Jim Browning fights back. Nice. Yeah, so does Scammer Payback.
2: Say you won't hesitate to use the paddle or the cat of nine tails. Is Jim
1: Browning the one with the TED talks? Uh, I no, that's probably that might be uh pierogi from scammer payback because Jim Jim Browning doesn't show his face. Okay, because there's a guy that's on
0: that does like a comedy bit, but it's really about scam.
1: Jim Browning's the uh,
0: Scottish guy. That might be who I'm thinking of. I don't know. Maybe I don't know. That's fine. We'll that's fine.
1: <laughs> we'll talk about <laughs> it later.
2: Yeah. September, that was the end of, yeah. Uh, you, say you won't hesitate to use the paddle or the cat of nine tails on him when you need it, or he needs it. Next letter, I will hesitate. Right? <laughs> the next letter I is would dated, hope you would. Is dated September 30th, 1934. My dear Miss Shaw, I am a widower with a son who is a semi-invalid. I am a director in the movies and must be back in Hollywood by October 15th. Before I go, I wish to see him placed in competent hands in some good private home one that does not look or smell like a hospital or institution. I am well able and quite willing to pay a good price for Bobby's care, but my instructions must be carried out. Here is the case. When he was five, he fell down the cellar stairs, sustained a brain concussion. He has never really been normal since. Though going on 20, good looking, well built, fully developed, he has the mentality of the age of when he fell. Every part of his body has grown but his brain. He is harmless and just so easy to spank or switch as a child of five when 12 he had an attack of infantile paralysis he can walk run jump get in and out of the tub alone no lifting to do or a wheelchair to push he has a very little use of his arms or hands is he posing as the son? no the sun's not real yeah it's, that's what i'm i know well, clearly but basically like- you'll see as the story progresses that this is just a harassment campaign. Right. Yes. That's okay. He's, he's trying to see how willing this woman is to spank someone. I see. Okay. So um, that's what I gathered. That's right. why I asked: Is he posing as this boy? No.
1: No. Yeah. He, it never. It never gets to be a real thing. Well, it does. Does it? Oh yeah. Well, I don't remember we'll this there. part.
0: Um, to see that's what I was worried about. Is I was worried that he would find somebody gullible enough, <laughs> and then that he would go pose as this boy, and perhaps get spanked by a woman. See, because he also has
2: mommy issues, clearly. Yeah, Yeah, but by this point, this is 1934, so he's 54 years old at this point. Oh. Yeah, he can't pose as a 19-year-old. So um, he has to be washed, dressed, undressed, given a bath, rubbed all over daily with alcohol and assisted in toilet. He gets cross and cranky at times. Don't always mind. I am trying out a European treatment in such cases. Professor Cairo of Vienna, Austria recommends it. No, he didn't he says when he gets a spell he must be whipped they're having great success over there in cases like it so you see as his father i would sooner have him whipped than have him lose his reason entirely should you take him in uh should you take him in charge of the first occasion he shows anger temper spank him soundly as you would a small boy and don't hesitate to use the cat of nine tails on his bare behind when necessary
0: cat of nine tails again yeah. bro yeah <laughs> like
2: oh he has one if no, duh, but like, <laughs> wow, that was very 90s, huh? Yeah. <laughs> if interested, state your terms and when you can receive him. He is now in Philadelphia in charge of a colored woman I have known for 25 years. She says whipping is the best medicine she ever used. I will call on you. Sincerely yours, Robert Hayden. October 2nd, 1934. My dear Mrs. Shaw, I just got home and found your letter. I'm so glad you were interested. Before I call, call on you, will you kindly advise me? Are you a widow? And if so, would you consider another marriage? Will you
1: kindly advise me and are you a widow is exactly from
2: scam scripts. (laughs) Literally. Will the presence of your daughter in your own house prevent you from taking care of my son? You know that there are some women who think it immodest to strip a boy naked who is over 10 unless he is their own son. I know you are not ashamed to strip, bathe, rub, spank, and switch my son- or you would not have answered my letter
1: this woman m- is also a pervert, no, more likely this woman is desperate for money yeah, this is the uh, great depression
2: Oh. Uh, yeah. yeah,
1: so i'm having I don't have a good time keeping up with time so because she's she's being offered a large amount of money right to, like, to I do two hundred and fifty dollars a week which is a fuck, fuck ton, ton of money, of money especially on, on, in the great wait, depression ah, <laughs> we have inflation calculators. how much. Was $250 in
0: 19, what? 34. 34. Wow. Okay. <laughs> the uh, uh, it's In 1934, 250 is equivalent in purchasing power to about uh,
2: $5,500. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If somebody is telling me they'll pay me $5,000 $5, a week just to spank a kid, uh, you know, I got some belts I can't wear anymore. <clears throat> Don't isolate that audio (laughs) (laughs) somebody save brandon however i shall feel much more waiting to
0: eat that sweet boy meat
2: (laughs) (laughs) however i shall feel much more at ease if you say you're not in your next letter would phone but don't hear very well we'll call on you as soon as i get your answer yours very truly r.e hayden next letter two days later my dear mrs shaw just got your very nice letter i am much pleased to know that you are not one bit ashamed to strip bobby naked and bathe him
1: again sounds like a scam script
0: honestly i'm not sure like if i had the
1: other side of this right. it would be easier to
0: gauge yeah but is this woman attempting to save a boy like you That's know fair yeah.
1: <laughs> is she like there? there's another guy on youtube who he fucks with the email scammers where he plays along with the whole bit and he's called atomic shrimp I like to think that this lady's doing an atomic shrimp right now where she knows that the guy on the other end of these letters is full of shit and she's fucking with him back.
2: Right. I'm also glad. <laughs> I'm also glad that you spoke to your daughter and she is willing to aid you when taking care of him. There is no reason why either of you should be, you know, she's times like,
1: that- Oh yeah. Talk to my daughter and everything. She's cool with it. Bring yeah. him by. If it's now, real, bring him by
2: now, dear, we're going to save a boy. <laughs> Now, you know times have changed, and so have people. What in times past was considered immodest is now very commonplace. Then again, look at what young girls training to become nurses see and touch in hospitals. Bear in mind that that is for Bobby's own good that he is to be whipped. So don't let your heart stay your hand. Do you know that I feel in part I am to blame for the condition that Bobby is in? My conscience says that for being careless, should I, be, I should be whipped. In the same manner in place, you will whip Bobby. Someday, I hope you will be able to accommodate me. I would give you a nice new $100 bill for a good old-fashioned spanking and a taste of the switch. Once again, there's a place on 40- There it is. Yep. That was the hook. There's a place on 42nd Street called Fleischman's Bass, where naked men are rubbed all over by women white, black, Chinese. Most women would get a kick out of spanking a naked man, but I prefer some privacy in a home. I'm a 33 degree mason and will be busy the next 2 days. How about Sunday afternoon or night? Let your daughter read this letter. I am a man of the world and she can get knowledge of the world through it. I feel that we shall be fast friends. Sincerely yours, Robert E. Hayden. Sunday. Well, he didn't
0: even
1: bury it in the middle. He just ended no. with it. Yeah. And just throwing in that he's 33rd degree mason. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. just for no real reason. Exactly. Sunday October I don't know what
2: that means. I know what Masons are. 33 degree Mason is the highest you can get. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. a lie. Yeah. Yeah. Sunday, October 7th, 1934. My dear Mrs. I Shaw. mean, this
0: whole fucking shit is a lie, obviously. Yeah. But like right.
2: that part especially. <laughs> yeah. I have been called to Philadelphia on some very important business. No, you haven't. While there I shall make arrangements to have Bobby transferred on on here and will then try oh my god, his writing. Transfer it on here and will then turn him over to you and your daughter for his treatment when you are ready for him. I have paid for his board and care up to October 15th. You see, I am never sure just where I will be until December 31st, 1934, when my contract expires. I have always made it a custom to pay several weeks in advance. Now, in your letter, you have made no mention of your financial condition. You may be short of funds. If you are, don't hesitate to say so. You can give me your answer, though. Mr. Pell, the bearer of this, and I will then advance you as much as you may require. Mr. James W. Pell is a friend and ward of mine. He has been declared incompetent, and I have $32,500 of his money in a trust. He was a nervous breakdown and was in nearby sanitarium for 21 weeks at $100 a week. He is without a living relation. And I don't see why you can This can't... is very classic scammer shit. Yeah. He's like, I've got money, here's how I'm spending it. Yeah. Right. And you do understand that James Pell is him. Yeah. This is how he's going to get himself in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, I don't see why you can't take care of him and so earn some of his money as well. Two of his sons were blown to pieces in the war. At times, he imagines... Oh, some...
1: yeah, this is not long after World War One right. began, right? No, ended. No, ended. ended? Yeah, oh, yeah right, because we're 1920. Yeah. So it was yeah. the Great Depression, then it
0: yeah. was the Roaring Twenties. Yeah. Or no, Roaring Twenties, then the Great, Great Depression, Depression, then, then it boom. was World War II.
2: Uh, at times, he imagines he is a boy at school, has been naughty, and must be spanked for it. Dr. Lamb said to humor him, let him be a boy all over again and spank him. He gets short of breath and is subject to fits when in water for that reason, and for that reason, he must never take a bath alone. The least I have in mind is this. You have told me that I need not worry about you being ashamed to strip Bobby naked and spank his bear behind. If you are not ashamed of Bobby, you won't be of Jimmy. One bear behind is the same as another. Take him upstairs, undress him, give him a bath, and spank him good. He will say, teacher, whip me. I shall not leave for Philly until Jimmy returns with your answer. Hope some day you will call me by my first name. How about my spanking? Do I get it? Oh, I hope so. Sincerely yours, Robert E. Hayden.
0: I mean,
2: <laughs> listen, dude, what, okay, like, I,
0: I, okay, no, I, I fundamentally understand what's going on here, right, okay, mm-hmm. okay, we've established that, but,
2: like, why does it need to be that many layers? Because he's just seeing how far he can take it. Yeah. Before it's, she either snaps or accepts. Yep. He's getting off on the fact that he's just thinking of her just sitting there squirming.
0: Uh I guess, but like to me it sounds like he's
2: actually trying to get spanked. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he's well, seeing how yeah. far if he can if he gets her to accept, then hey, I'm gonna get spanked. But I guess. Yeah. Monday, October seventh, nineteen thirty four.
1: There's a reason that the book about this guy is called Depraved.
2: Well No Deranged. Deranged. Depraved yeah. is uh Gene.
1: That's right, yeah. yeah mm-hmm
2: so the dips of his depravity <laughs> my dear mrs shaw i had a friend of mine drive mr pell to little neck they stopped at little neck parkway and asked the policeman where your street was they spent nearly an hour walking up one street and down another it was so dark they could not see the numbers someone told him of a mr chase shaw an electrical engineer and a dr shaw but jimmy got tired out when i returned home i found him all in he had the other letters with him and was all set for a good old-fashioned spanking from both of you. That is, of course, when the m- mister is not at home. You can arrange that. I shall be in Philadelphia for a day or two. May go to Washington D.C. before I return. Meanwhile, you can write me, Bellevue Stratford, Pennsylvania. And if you are ready for Jimmy, write him at the same address in New York City. I am yours. Since I'm very sincerely yours, Robert E. Hayden. P.S. In 1928, Mister Pe- uh, Peel operated for a her- operated on for a hernia. When you have him stripped, you will see the mark of the incision. Look on his left groin from his penis to his hip bone. He was prepared for another operation 10 days ago. All hair shaved off. That's why he looks like a pig chicken. He was found to have a bad heart, so it was called off. I can't off.
1: with the way you said that's why he looks like a chicken. It's too pig excited.
2: Chicken. Yeah, um, uh, I- I'm just fucking marveling at this letter. <laughs> yeah.
1: Right? Uh, yeah. Just,
2: wow. Um, he was found to have a bad heart, so it was called off. When you or your girl spank him, don't use your hand. If you have not a paddle, then use the back of a hairbrush or get a few switches. There must be plenty of them near your home. I know Jimmy would give you a hundred dollar bill for a good sound spanking. So I shall take it out of his money for you to spank, spank, spank. Harry K. Thaw gives a hundred dollar bills to girls for a spanking. Only he done the spanking and the girls on the girls bare behind. He met, met met them at the stage door, took them to his room at the Astor House, Strip them naked, turned them over his knee, and used a paddle. Many of them came two or three times a week to be spanked and get a hunt that $100. Show me a girl who is nice and has some modesty, but not too much. I don't pay your rent or taxes or buy the baby shoes. Uh, what? I don't know. Out in Hollywood, Laura LaPlante, who was a, a silent film, very famous silent film actress at the time, uh, came in my office, dressed in her birthday suit, and sat in my lap. We have an old Romanian gypsy woman who tells all the girls that they can catch a man naked in his home, whip his bear behind with switches, and then kiss him. She will surely marry him, period. Now they all carry switches. Jimmy has a habit of painting his behind red or in gold. What?
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. No. Uh, Fish had a weird habit of yeah. painting his ass yeah, different his ass. colors. What? Yeah yeah um <laughs> what? that's probably the most tame piece of information about albert and Fish. yet
0: <laughs> it's the one that i'm most hung up on
1: <laughs> uh, it's, it's the one that like leaves the most questions it,
2: it really and truly does yeah. what he has this whole paragraph about actresses in hollywood right. and then out of nowhere he goes oh and jimmy paints is." Butt red. Because yeah. you and then, know
0: he's in a fucking fever dream but, writing this. Yes. And he's like, oh shit, she's got to know that it's going to be a different color than normal. I got to tell it. Yeah.
2: <laughs> uh, so yeah, has a habit of painting his behind red or in gold. When you strip him, you will see. I have told and him. And I haven't decided which yet. Yeah. I have told him just what to expect at your home. He is pretty tough. Don't be shy. Or are s- slow and laying in on his behind.
0: These are responses to other letters that yes. she
2: has sent him. Yes.
0: Right. I got to know what this woman was <laughs> thinking. I just have to. Because, like, at this point,
1: she was never asked or interviewed about any of uh, this? She, uh,
2: I think she did um, testify. And we're about to get where she finally is like, eh, eh, I'm done. Okay. Oh yeah.
0: good, her breaking point. Yeah, so the uh, last cuz I cuz I'm thinking I don't okay. <clears throat> I don't think that anyone is smarter than anyone based on their gender, but women are smarter than men for sure. And <laughs> that doesn't mean fuck all, really, except that man sh- this adult woman should have known that this was not Right. (laughs) I mean, first it's the sun. Now we've forgotten about the sun. And it's just about me and Jimmy. Yeah.
1: (laughs) And
2: then it's just about Jimmy. And then it's just about Jimmy. And Jimmy's going to paint his ass. No, Bobby paints the sun. We're back to the... No, you're right, Jimmy. I'm sorry. I misread (laughs) that.
3: (laughs) That's what
0: I'm saying, because Albert is setting up. I'm going to paint my ass and go over to this woman's house. And I'm going to have her spank me. And she's not even going to know it's me, which is a crime. (laughs) Just to point just to put it out there. All of this is a crime. And then And then what, dog? Like <laughs> give her a fucking
2: hundred dollars. You don't have a hundred dollars, motherfucker. Well so the last line of that letter was limber up your arms for Bobby and his daddy. Dog <laughs> <laughs> Pause it stretches. Pause
0: as they say now. Fucking what? yeah oh we're not done (laughs) all right yeah
2: no say it again limber up your arms for bobby and his daddy isolate that audio uh new york october 24th 1934 my dear mrs shaw you've struck the nail on the head at last you have been too modest take a hundred women and give each the same chance i gave you and 99 of them would have jumped at it Bobby is still in Philadelphia in the charge of the same colored woman. I'm paying her $50 a week. It is not a question of price, but service. He seems to like colored people, and I have found that colored women and girls enjoy the job of spanking and switching a naked white boy or man, especially as as it's so with the girls regardless regardless as to their age or size. Now, I know that these women are fake, mm-hmm. imaginary, but could you blame them? No.
1: There's still there's so fucking much
2: to unpack. Truly. That's why this is not a one episode story. Yeah. Uh, There are many things about Bobby of which I have never written, not because of modesty, but because I well knew that you would find out I may as well speak of it now. He has such a strong tendency to play with himself that I have been advised to have him altered or sterilized. Now, as to Mr. Pell or Jimmy, he is not a bit loony. Uh, or he is, Yeah, he is not a bit loony. His hobby is to be whipped, whipped, whipped. I wanted you to try your hands out on his bear behind just as a sample of what Bobby would get. He could come to your house and be stripped well, spanked and switched, put on his clothes, and return to me. He is able to do so. Yeah. The, the way he wrote it. So like, oh, just, uh. now, He's not if, a smart man. No. Now, if the mister is at home in the evening, it would embarrass both of you. It could be done in the daytime, any hour you say.
0: He's still trying to get in there.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Take him to the house and go to go to his bear behind with a will. Now, my dear, I think I deserve the same. Don't you think? Well,
0: I mean, dude, it's already you.
2: <laughs> so I have the money to pay for it, and I'm not stingy. So any hour, any day you say for Jimmy, Daddy, later on, now you just drop modesty and spank plain. Robert, P.S., I can almost hear the smack. It's the smack on son, the smack on Bobby's bear behind as those color girls spank him. Your turn next. It's my G, they're all him, too. So it's like, uh, so will you spank me,
1: me, or me? That's yeah. what I'm saying. Like- <laughs> it's like I'm gonna give you three
2: options,
0: but it's a trick, yeah. Like, what, what kind of trick, dog? <laughs> uh,
2: this is written the same day, my dear Miss Shaw. Just now, I we I'm...
0: talk about Yoshi being down bad.
1: <laughs> oh yeah,
2: just now. Please I'm... don't
1: make me associate Yoshi from Mario <laughs> with Albert Fish. Uh, you've seen his face. <laughs> I have.
2: Just now, I am so busy. I scarcely got time to really enjoy a good meal and wish you had room for the daddy <laughs> as well. as <laughs> And the you son. know, Albert Fish is fucking Wario. You <laughs> know it. I looks not...
1: more like Waluigi though. <laughs> you think?
2: Oh yeah. Yeah. I, I know, haven't seen does. him, so that's. We'll I'll you. take
0: your. Don't. I don't care. I don't need to know.
2: I know I would enjoy some good home cooking with the prospects of a good spanking now and then thrown in. Motherfucker. I don't. Okay. I have a sort of an idea that you and the mister do not pull so well together. I would just love to give you a royal good time, and I'm capable of doing it without his knowing it. When I wrote you last of spanking Jimmy, he had just been shaved for an operation and looked like a picked chicken. Now the hair is beginning to grow again. He has a strange habit of putting on his underwear backwards so you will no doubt find it find it that way when you strip him yo Albert
1: <laughs> calm
2: down motherfucker so
1: I just I need to address this I just did a plain Google image search for Albert fish right. and the one two three four fifth option right there from um scream for me incorporated (laughs) this is in stock you can buy this
2: if you say albert fish blow up doll i'm leaving
1: oh no 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 no! it's weirder (laughs) it's a it's a light switch cover
2: oh that is weirder
1: with albert fish's face okay how much is this Don't do that. It's only $12. Don't do it, Josh. It's not (laughs) worth it. It's not worth it. It would go great in our true
0: crime studio. You know what would go great in our true true crime studio? Is a light switch with our fucking
2: logo on it. Okay, that's true. That's true. Uh, (laughs) I was going to get a sign for the door. Now the hair is beginning to grow again. I said that. Uh, Both of you warm his behind until it is good and red all over. Oh, my Lord.
3: Ruben. Oh,
1: my. That's gonna be the only image of Albert Fish that you get to have is his face on a light switch cover.
0: <laughs> if I Yeah, that's
2: yeah.
1: I you know,
0: it uh, always strikes me how strange it is that you can't see the insanity. Yeah. Yeah. You can't just see it. Like I don't know, it, it man. just
2: Yeah, every time no, every time somebody described him
0: Yeah, but he looks like every motherfucker from Peaky Blinders right
2: now. <laughs> True.
0: Don't you, don't you besmirch the? Blinders. I'm not besmirching
2: Peaky Blinders.
0: I'm saying that, like many serial killers, Albert Fish was a moderately attractive white man for the time that he was in. Like it's it's you just you can't look into somebody's eyes and actually see crazy. It's
1: yeah. It's that was chilling. A, that was a big thing for like the. Um... Fuck, what was her? Amanda Knox. Yeah. Yeah, the, the like Italian... they have to work to make you look crazy. Right. The Italian uh, prosecutor that like spearheaded everything against Amanda Knox when she was tried, acquitted, tried, acquitted over and over again, um, he was like... She has a quote in the documentary where she's like the evidence was all over the bedroom that I had nothing to do with it, but he's looking for the answer in my eyes. Mm-hmm. And that's just not how that works.
2: Yeah. But everybody that mentioned seeing Albert fish said that he looked, he looked like creepy. A gent- well, no, but like when he acted around them, the way that he acted around, like the, the buds when we get to that, yeah. he acted like anybody's gentle grandfather loving and everything else. And then, but then, if he was not being looked at, which we'll describe in the next episode, he would like be mumbling to himself. And but, oh, uh, people
1: said all the time that he was a creepy looking guy. Yeah,
2: I mean, the whole great... I think I, as he got older,
1: that's you know, yeah. Well, definitely as he got older, lots like in of these old pictures, men look creepy. That's that's. It's fair. not necessarily yeah. their fault. Okay.
2: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> both of you warm up his behind until it is good and red all over. He will come down on the bus from flushing and have a letter from me to you in his How hand. How bored must this woman have been
0: <laughs> to read this nonsense?
1: Again, not um, bored, just desperate. She hey, like bud. She's going to get a lot of I money. will give desperate
0: two letters max. <laughs> we are on like four.
1: Uh, <laughs> We're on like f- the yeah. fifth letter. Is it?
0: Damn.
2: Yeah, he will have a letter from me to you in his hand so you know him. Black coat, gray fedora. Have your daughter meet him. Once you have him in your home upstairs, I am sure both of you know what to do. How about Sunday at 2 to 4 p.m. for him?
0: So how old is the daughter? Doesn't say. That's
2: bad. Have you a nice heavy paddle? Have you a nice cat of nine tails? You see that there are three behinds to be spanked and switched. So now don't be bashful. Don't be modest. Either of you. Just say yes, Robert. He wants
1: her to not only already own a cat of nine tails, but a nice cat of nine tails, as Mm. opposed to a cheap, flimsy one, you know? uh october 29th
0: my question is did the people who made dare read this letter dare
2: like the anti-drug uh-huh yeah the just say no people (laughs) just
1: say yes
2: so october 29th 1934 my dear mrs shaw mr pell gave me your note he says you were afraid that in spanking him he might have a heart attack I am taking him at 2 p.m. today to Roanoke, Virginia, and turn him over to a man and wife who formerly lived in yeah, formerly lived in Washington D.C., his old home. I shall then return to that city for a few days and then go to Philadelphia. Bobby seems to get on well with colored people, so I shall put him in charge of a widow who has a son of 27 and beginning to think he really does need a man to care for him, especially the parts that are so very personal. Thanking you for your interest that you have shown. So basically Pell showed up with a letter. It was actually Fish. And she said she wouldn't spank him. So now he's wrapping it up.
1: Yep. Uh, he's saying now there's another person who will take right. this money to... Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. So, again, it's more
2: scam stuff. It's called scam Saving stuff. Face. Yeah. yeah. So, I don't did I actually say it. I, no, I didn't say it. Um, at, this, at some point, Grace Shaw did go to the police. Oh, good. And the police actually told her to keep...
0: Okay, good. Keep
2: oh, writing them back. They were trying to catch it. Right. Because in the day, this was considered illegal.
0: It should
2: still be. Yeah. yeah. But there was one last letter to, to Grace, and this is so. Uh, My dearest darling, sweetest little girly Grace. Ugh. Just got your letter calling me dear Robert.
1: That that was on some Tansler shit. That was on yeah. some Tansler shit.
2: Dear honey heart of mine, you have captured me. I am your slave and everything I have is yours. Prick, balls, ass, and all the money you want. If you were my own sweet wife.
1: (laughs) Ruben's face.
2: (laughs) If you were my He'll call it balls and ass, but he won't say dick. One time. (laughs) Once. Once. He one time he said it. Um if you were my own sweet wife, you would not be afraid of me.
0: Who is Grace? This is This
2: is Shaw, Grace Shaw. Oh, right, right, right. Same woman he's been writing letters with, yeah. Oh, girly of my heart, would I love you and how. Hug, kiss, squeeze you, spank you, and then kiss just where I spanked your nice, pretty, fat, sweet ass. You won't need... Honestly... These are just Tinder messages.
0: I was just going to (laughs) say,
1: Albert Fish may have had
0: some success on
1: Tinder. (laughs) Well... Uh, You won't need or at the very least grinder. Yeah, Maybe (laughs) (laughs) you won't need toilet paper. Fet life for sure. Oh, definitely.
2: You won't need toilet paper to wipe your sweet, pretty fat ass as I shall eat all of it. Then lick your sweet ass clean with my tongue. Yo, again. (laughs) uh, Honestly, on
1: fat life.
0: Very on fat life. A hundred percent. You put that in your profile. You might get some
2: likes, bud. So, one last and unrelated letter. I need to go update my fucking... No. (laughs) (laughs) Shut the fuck up. (laughs) This is an unrelated letter uh, that he wrote to somebody else, uh, and this is where we're going to stop as it perfectly encapsulates Vicious Proclivities.
0: Oh, and none of the rest of that did, huh? (laughs) (laughs) Well,
2: I wish you could see me now. I'm sitting in a chair naked. The pain is across my back, just over my behind. Now
0: we're sexting. Yeah. Yeah.
2: When you strip me naked, you will see a most perfect form. Yours. your sweet honey of my heart. I can taste your sweet piss, your sweet shit. You must pee-pee in a glass, and I shall drink every drop as you watch me. Wait, stop. <laughs> no. You know, you said
0: pee-pee. This, 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 stop. You said it in the middle of a fucking wild sentence. <laughs> <laughs>
1: he already called it piss like twice
3: in this letter.
1: Yeah. You got to mix it. If you use the yeah. same word over and over again, it's it repetitive. like yeah, it loses its luster. <laughs> <laughs> but
0: but <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> <sighs> huh. Huh. You're already go you're already 100% in with sweet piss. <laughs> I I you can't walk it back at that point.
3: <laughs> you can't. <sighs>
2: Uh, Okay, I can't see now. (laughs) Okay. Um... (laughs) That threw me. Yeah, That threw me off. I shall drink every drop as you watch me. Tell me when you want to do number two. I will take you... (laughs) (laughs) Again! You can't walk it
0: back now, bud. (sighs)
3: Uh,
0: Oh, this is
1: going to be... We're gonna regret laughing so much at this after we do next episode yeah. because I'm not this is no, no, I'm not really either, but I'm trying to save face. I will take you <laughs> over
2: my knees, pull up your clothes, take down your drawers and hold my mouth to your sweet honey fat ass, and eat your sweet peanut butter as it comes out fresh and hot. That's how they do it in Hollywood. What <laughs> That's yeah
1: wasn't he pretending to be a producer? Yeah. In this little director. How they do it in Hollywood. <laughs> what?
2: <laughs> and that takes us out of part 1 of ta- uh not Tansler. <laughs> <laughs> Albert Fish. Hey, that's that started rough
0: and got funny yeah, yeah. <laughs> somehow. Uh-huh.
1: And it's going to be real rough. It's going to
0: be three. real rough next episode guaranteed, but like <laughs> I can't get over the pee-pee <laughs> and also the peanut butter. Yes.
1: Yeah. How often do you think he eats actual peanut butter? I don't know. Often. Uh, you, that's, you gotta I, know I'm that it's often. i think he's a big fan of Reese's.
2: <laughs> Did they exist then? I don't
0: think they exist. I don't know. No, I don't know, but I know that uh, Jiffy did. That's true. And so I think did Peter Pan. I'm not 100% Ooh. on that one. Oh, man. I hate... Albert Fisher. So would you know he Peter would love Pan. some Peter Pan. Yeah. Because you know fucking, uh, what was it? J.M. Barry. J.M. Barry was probably a pedophile. Yeah. yeah. Which is wild because I really like fucking Peter Pan stories.
1: Don't. Not don't,
0: the original one is Don't like, say
1: I really like fucking Peter Pan. <laughs>
0: well Isolate that audio. <laughs> Isolate that audio. Um, we finally got our sweet boy meat, but <laughs> <laughs>
2: it was sweet boy sweet young boy's fat ass. Uh, right.
0: So uh, right, got
1: it. Um, anyway. I like honey sweet. I enjoy ass. the like,
0: fucking it's... tropes and themes of a good Peter Pan story. Right. Like, Hook is one of my all-time
1: favorite movies, mm. and like
0: so on and so forth. Yeah, absolutely. I really like all of the Peter Pan ones, all of them.
1: It, it was written from probably a bad place, but Guaranteed. things being up to interpretation, they have become incredible stories about hanging on to your childhood.
0: Right, and that's awesome, and wonderful, and it, good. But Unfortunately,
1: like, they were probably written by someone who was thinking more about hanging on, on to someone else's childhood, childhood yes. and
0: like that's bad. And Albert Fish is on that same vibe right now to me, where it's like, funny, but horrifying. Yeah, well, we call time? ourselves dark-humored. I mean, we have to be, Josh. Yeah, right.
1: It's, we don't, I, I don't think any of us really had a choice. once well, again, I, I'm pretty sure it's a Don
2: Rickles quote.
1: Why do we laugh? We gotta. Because We must.
2: We must. So as always, be sure to follow us on Facebook, like us on Facebook, you rate guys us. know the drill. Yep. Rate us
1: five stars,
2: share us. That, we are yes. share us for real though. That's
1: our biggest thing. We had a we had an incredible big jump on our Vlad the Impaler episode. Yeah, it came out of absolutely nowhere. Got like quadruple <laughs> the downloads that we usually get. It's already our most listened episode. Yeah, uh, that was crazy we were waking up every day like oh it has another 60 downloads oh it has another 100 downloads mm-hmm.
2: absolutely wild it is definitely we're we're actually pushing a thousand on that one episode alone and that came out wow. last week yeah. yeah
1: so if if you if you hopped on from that episode hi welcome sorry this welcome. is happening this to you is a uh, bad time for but
2: you. The we're, hey were- us- werewolves
0: was fun Vlad was fun. Yeah. Mothman's
2: a great episode. Uh, yeah, just released today actually. Well, <laughs> as we're recording. Yeah, yeah, well.
1: Um if if you hopped on board from the Vlad the Impaler episode, please uh hit us up on Facebook or by email rdj2towns at gmail.com. Let let us know how that got promoted to you. We we would love to know a little bit more about yeah. algorithm uh, algorithmically how that ended up in your radar. We we want to we want to know that our I'll... Facebook is facebook.com slash TTO pod. Yep.
0: Right. You can message us there. That's the best way to get in touch with us or email if you don't have messenger. Yeah. messenger. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, fucking search us on Patreon, patreon.com slash two towns over. You got to type it in. It's probably apparent to you by now, but we are <laughs> <Yeah>. explicit content. <laughs> um, so follow us on there. Listeners, uh, uh, patrons get episodes a week early. They get extra content. Um, uh, patrons
1: will get first dibs on merch. As I'm a, it starts I have to come out. been
0: forcing Josh to start reading
1: One Piece so that I yes. can make a podcast about it. Finally, we're probably going to sample that podcast a lot on the Patreon. See if you guys like it. Yep. Um, yeah. So follow us. Write, rate, like, share, do all the stuff. You know, yeah. You get do, it. do all uh, the We've got an Audible go link when you want to support oh, people. Yeah. yeah we have an Audible link.
0: What is it? audibletrial.com slash
2: tto pod.
1: TTO pod.
0: Yep. Yeah. You get a free book. Yep. You know, uh, we've been talking about Albert Fish, but I'm going to recommend. Let's see. What have I been reading? What have I been reading? Oh, I know. Here's one. This is a fantasy series called the Lycanius Trilogy, and the first book is called, I believe. The No, that's the third book. Hold on. I'm getting there. I love Audible quite a bit. I use it all the time. Um, ruben does ruben was
1: really excited for us to I fucking, have an affiliate link I, yeah with absolutely
0: i love this shit it's it's it as a kid i used to read like just consume a book yeah in a me day. too me too and like now it really helps to have a a narrator yeah like a narrator just, and a an ability to like do other things as an adult yes, that you don't you didn't exactly. have time you don't have time really to sit down and do I t- nothing I, I
1: need to be able to sit down and do dishes while right. while i consume a book so and i can't do those at the same time
0: in the spirit of but that, with audible
1: you can it, with audible
0: you can so anyway <laughs> audibletrial.com slash tto pod. look up the shadow of what was it's by james islington spelled like and it's narrated by Michael Kramer, one of the all-time great
1: narrators of all time. Just He's just the GOAT. He's great. so good. And uh, Deranged is on Audible, is it not?
2: No. No? No, it's not. No? I don't. No, it's not. wasn't
1: I, Wasn't there another Albert the, Fish? Uh, you could look up something about Albert Fish, but
0: that's yeah. why we're here,
1: right?
2: Right? No, I know the Mothman well, if, prophecies is on. That's true. Yeah, yeah.
1: If which, you if you really wanted to hear more than just about Mothman porn, which we talked a lot about,
2: last we did week.
0: talk a lot about Mothman porn.
1: Yeah.
2: yeah, with that caked up ass.
0: Well, that he was a brown man. <laughs> yes, and you know he had a statue, and you know that statue had mysterious red eyes. <laughs>
2: so uh fuck cancer fuck Uh, cancer fuck cancer shouts
0: out to the plant babes and their
2: moms yep be good to yourselves and yeah and uh i've been don i've been reuben i've been josh and we will talk to you next time Bye -bye. Bye 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 bye